We're, you can see it. it we're just we're has on. Not... We're we're here. Ooh, uh -oh. We're on. Uh oh. We're live. Uh oh. Hello. Hi. <laughs> that was very close. Well, so you know, so what we were talking about was how you should let us talk on the show while you're getting ready, and then I said. <laughs> it's only a matter of time if you let us do that before That's... we say but I want we to... say all the band words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want... <laughs> I want you to be able... I like that idea of everyone being able to talk beforehand. I really like that idea. We should do it. Yeah. Okay, so... Um... Yeah, we should hang out a little bit before 11 and we'll hang out. And then and then we went to the go live screen. We can hang out, but it'll be little candid moments and everyone will get parasocially attached to us and it yeah oh, it, it'll seem idea. like it's just us being friends but it's 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 actually very staged and calculated and cynical oh absolutely yeah for sure but it'll get these hogs money and that's the important thing yeah <laughs> yeah exactly well um hi everybody welcome to the show welcome to episode seven of uh red planet i hope everyone in the chat is doing well um, a lot of you have stuck around from the stream I was just doing to watch um, Red Planet right now, and I really appreciate that. So thanks for sticking around. And those of you who just showed up, welcome, welcome. Um, we are missing our comrade. Um, not He's not able to be with us at this very moment. So um just want to let everyone know <laughs> that we get to take a moment to appreciate him. No, Tim I was Glenn's... really trying. I was really trying not to laugh. Things someone in the chat said, "Oh no, Tim's fucking dead." <laughs> Imagine if Tim was just dead, and then <laughs> and someone said, "Oh no, Tim's fucking dead." I know. I know. How smart would you feel then, chatter? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Not so funny now, is it? All right. Exactly. But yeah. He's just off vibing. He's just off somewhere. He's chilling. He's doing something. He's in his lane. It's very fair. He's yeah. moisturized. He's thriving. That's right. Anyways, so um, so yeah, today um, again, I, I've yet to implement those technical solutions that I was bragging about the other time. Um, so we're still gonna have our our, our friendly technical issues that we always have, which is whenever the guest shows up, we have to rearrange windows and everyone gets cropped all funny. So chat, just just stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. Get ready for it. Yeah. it's gonna be fun. So we should do a we should do our screenshot though. Um, okay. Um. Okay, chat, say hi. Chat, we're about to do our screenshot. Everyone say hi. Everyone be cute. Here we go. Okay, that's good. Perfect. Excellent. Brilliant. Whew. Okay, right. so also, um, what do you think, and I don't know, I don't know if chat, if this title is going to be sufficient because I named the title OPSEC and I'm realizing that a lot of chatters including myself uh either aren't familiar with this term or maybe weren't until recently and maybe they need a little bit more so do you think like how not to get infiltrated by the police how to yeah how to prevent a a a a, a cops a cop hack how to stop fuckeries (laughs) Uh, no, 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 I don't think that's I think, a... I feel like the most... So it's going to cover a lot of topics, and we'll get to it in a second, but, like, I feel like one of the, the most the most clickbaity thing we could go for is that it is a way to... One of the things it will stop is undercover cops getting in your org. So... How do... Eh? Prevent... Yeah. Police infiltration. Infiltration? Yeah, that's great. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Holy, Holy shit. Uh-oh. That's some Let's real go. shit. Yeah. 
And for the lawyer watching this back through later, this is just a clickbaity title. That's yeah, all we're doing with other clickbait. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me um get that screenshot we just took. Cool. Anyways, um, yeah, so let's get started. Do we have news to start yeah. with? Yeah, but I, um, so I have a few things, uh, but a couple of them are trans. So I feel like my bias shows through all of the news articles that I've picked out this week. Uh, One thing, it's been a bad week for Elon Musk, which makes it a funny week for everybody else. We were just shitting um... on him and my stream. We were watching him give a (laughs) commencement speech to university Um, to try to motivate people. And the other two things I have to talk about are trans-related. So maybe while I talk through this, uh, someone else might, you know, I don't know if either of you have other stuff you want to think about adding on. But um, bad week for Elon Musk. Two quick things. Uh, I'll drop them in. <laughs> I'll drop them in the chat so you can get them on screen if you want. Uh, the first is that uh, California is suing Elon Musk's Tesla, alleging okay. it runs a racially segregated workplace and discriminates against black employees. Actually, if people remember this, a little while ago, a black employee of Tesla came forward saying that uh, he was you know, having people calling him a monkey and saying the racial N-word. slurs, just like constantly. Yeah, the damn word, like loads of shit constantly. And when if you go in and look into that, I mean, it says it in the second paragraph of that tweet even, but black, so yeah, let's read that. Black workers report being concentrated in parts of its factory, one called the segregation. Uh, sorry, what? Sorry, one, sorry. Parts of the factory, one called the plantation by workers and hearing slurs up to a hundred times a day. Uh, very Jesus cool. Christ. Very cool and normal. Uh, I think, I think Musk is actually stepping down from Tesla uh, following this and maybe other stuff. So the other thing... <laughs> which is bad week for Elon Musk is of course, uh, and I don't know if you already covered this, Nicole, in your stream, but um, is of course that they've been trailing Mm. Elon Musk's Neuralink, the plan to put a little machine inside the the brains of Musk fanboys. Uh, For what purpose? I don't know. Posting from your brain. Post post while you're asleep. Never stop posting. Uh, I have no idea. Always be um, posting. Someone, yeah. some people, th- I mean, some Elon Musk fans talk about it as if it will make them smarter, uh, and it's like this whole whole singularity thing and all of this nonsense. But the trials on monkeys, uh, most of them died. All of them experienced horrific pain. Some of them were biting off their fingers. Yeah, it's really fucked. And it's Musk really wants Musk sure. wants to do human testing this year. He so. said she be, he said pri- previously this is of course genius Elon Musk has said previously that we should be ready for human trials in 2021 and then he said we mm-hmm. need to push it back now we'll hopefully get human trials uh, done in 2022 and if this is uh-huh. anything like his predictions about when the pandemic would have ended then I'm going to uh-huh. guess that he is an idiot and doesn't know what he's talking about but again <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about say. maybe because I'm no I'm no genius and we are talking about a genius Elon Musk the well genius, maybe genius. maybe if you <gasps> got the special USB that makes monkeys bite off their fingers and die you would understand what's so good about ah, this gotcha and can they I just, just say they just knew something that we didn't <laughs> that's what it is can yeah. I just say from a being the resident vegan on this panel um I am especially horrified by this, and I had a bunch yeah. of stuff to say about it on my stream. Um, but um, it's 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 just a really disgusting example of the ramifications of the commodification of sentient life and yeah. and the ownership of others that have should not be owned. Like no one's born into this world in like it's 
nobody is born to this world to be someone's slave, to be someone's thing to prod and poke at. And they had to drill holes in the, on these monkey skulls to implant these chips. If anyone doesn't know mm-hmm. the gruesome details, um, and yeah, like one of them immediately after the operation was uncontrollably vomiting, like just in complete distress, then collapsed in fatigue and exhaustion from that and then died and turned out they suffered from a annual, uh, uh, I think it was a brain embolism um, Jesus because of this procedure. And this is not the only uh, monkey that had these like horrible, horrible uh was was you know dealt with this and unfortunately i'm not i'm not trying to excuse elon musk here but uh unfortunately animal testing is pretty horrific and um so i want i want i think it's important that we not only examine this issue as elon musk sucks this entire thing sucks for the purpose he's trying to create this he's he's basically a rich fuck who's trying to play sims with the world these monkeys are nothing to him we people are Uh nothing to him like it that that's the easiest and the most basic way to understand how this asshole functions and it's yeah. not just a him problem either it, this is also pretty this is this is pretty much how the ruling class that's why they're they are what they what they are um but yeah so like i i wanted to uh point out that this is this can demand a larger conversation which is not so appropriate for red planet but in general if anyone's interested in having it anytime in my channel about the um the ramifications the larger ramifications of this um commodification and ownership of other of others whether it be human or non-human animal yeah i may not walk the walk myself i'm not a vegan like nicole is but you know i completely agree the sooner we get to a you know the the star trek standard where any sentient life is not exploitable because it yeah. you know because it's wrong because it, it, it's exploit- all yeah, exploitation enslavement is wrong, is wrong. enslavement better, is wrong yeah. period exactly 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 yeah cool, um, cool. yes yeah, so that was elon guy. musk's bad week um <laughs> the next thing is a bad week for trans people in the uk unfortunately um so i did a stream about this i will drop it in um i will drop the link mm-hmm. to the stream in chat and people can go check out that vod if they want to um Basically, what I've dropped in the group chat here is the Vice article leaked EHSE guidance reveals plans to exclude most trans people from bathrooms. Uh, In short, it's a bathroom bill. They are pushing for a bathroom bill. TERFs have wriggled their way into all these positions of power um, with the help of evangelical far-right American money, which makes them have a massively disproportionate influence. Um, And now the Equalities and Human Rights Commission, which is supposed to be like our independent regulator of equalities and human rights is there pushing for well well, just to clarify it was a leaked it was leaked plans not their official new position but it was what the it was what they were preparing to publish um multiple lgbtq plus people have left the company site in the tons tons and tons and tons yeah Yeah. it's actually incredibly transphobic yeah yeah over half of the employees uh attended the um attended meetings uh and i think voted for a strike so uh in the coming little time uh two things uh, actually it's on the screen right now good law project uh the good law project is a fantastic thing so if people want to support something right now go make a donation to the good law project right away it's one of the only organizations fighting for trans people in the uk in a really meaningful way um they they yeah they're just a, a legal team they're very comparable to the aclu but for britain and obviously, because so much of what Britain is doing right now is persecuting trans people, a lot of what they are doing is fighting back against uh, against the persecution of trans people. So it's very cool. 
Um, you know, they may be liberals, but they are still doing something really meaningful. And I think they deserve your money. Uh, but if you want to support something in the near future, there will definitely be a strike of EHRC workers. And that's one to watch out for and have solidarity with. I'm dropping my um, the VOD of my stream in chat because I read through this article and then I read through, I sort of went mm -hmm. backwards in time through previous articles where Vice, Vice has been doing stellar reporting on all of this. Mm -hmm. And I just went through their backlog looking at the whole history of of uh turfs coming into the ehrc because it's a pretty recent thing in the last couple of years basically because uh nicole you probably don't know this name but liz truss is um our women's and equalities minister she's also our foreign secretary and she's a horrible turf and mm -hmm. she um like she just really desperately hates trans people and she gets to appoint who the head of the ehrc is and so she appointed this woman um what's she called baroness faulkner um and 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 it's all very cool and good situation and everyone is terrified rightfully so and so cis people mm -hmm. have a good think about what you can do to support trans people in the uk um this is something that i i, I i've been highlighting a few times over but um in many ways the the situation for trans people in the uk is worse than in lots of parts of america and that's really hard for a lot of people con to conceptualize both americans who can see how shit america is and Brit british people who love to compare britain to america to be like look how stupid and reactionary and bigoted they all are but actually very literally like mm -hmm. um you know this push is comp you know i is comparable to a, a texas or a tennessee or what have you um attempts at a bathroom bill no it hasn't gone into force but that's the intention so you know it's an interesting effect you're just pointing out because i know that 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 america is the worst in all these areas effect can be very protective um, yeah. uh, um for fascist um, um fascist governments like in say canada canada's fascist um yes and Canada is getting away with has been get, able to get away with it for a very long time, largely in part because, you know, first of all, their fascism is is kind of like a much lamer version in which it's kind of like, you know, it's it's I have a whole thing. Rob Rousseau can talk about this at great length. He's, he's very good at discussing Canada's fascism and describing how it's like personality acts in a certain way compared to America's fascism like Trump. But um, what you're describing this America is bad and it's always has the worst transphobia, the worst, this and that it can be protective for bad things in the world. Um, and it can also serve to make people America's think America think that no one else has it worse than them. And so that can protect like, a, like you were saying, it protects the transphobia on in Britain while also giving American Americans who would our allies or trying to be allies, a false impression of how bad it is because we it is really hard to rid myself as an American of the idea that everything isn't the worst here in terms of a lot of issues. Um, yeah. And I mean, I mean, just this week we had our planning call, we had our planning call. Right. And I was saying how, um, you, uh, how my three cis co-hosts, um, unfortunately for them, uh, they're working on it, but, um, <laughs> but, um, they, they, you know, you, you guys were suggesting about having like American guests on when we do our DIYing episode. And I was mm -hmm. having to explain that actually like DIYing is much less of a thing across America. Uh, it's not a completely uniform thing, but in many, many, many States, 
in Planned Parenthood, you can just go in because there's just this informed consent model. And actually, it's much worse across Europe and in particular in the UK. So it's, a, you know, it is a bizarre thing. Um, the I, I think that um, there is one more thing I should highlight, um, which is, again, UK based news. So again, we're, we're, we're definitely seeing my bias. Oh, I want to really I want to quickly highlight that this uh, this person, Baroness uh, Faulkner, um, yeah. if you if you need more like evidence of or at least the um the the equality and human rights commission or the ehrc it turns out that if you need more evidence they're meeting with the lgb alliance yes which is yeah if you didn't know the lgb alliance is just a hate group against trans people that's trying to front it's trying to front as some queer thing by being like we're lgb we're supportive of gay people it's like you're yeah. you're just an anti-trans group that's like like turfs trying to cloak your transphobia well yeah they but like tough. the the myth what i'm trying to describe is the mechanic like turfs will try yes. to say feminism is what we're trying to do here and that's why we're transphobic and this is my understanding is they're doing the whole like we care about gay people and that's why we're transphobic i'm guessing but yeah, yeah I that, think that it's is all what turf. they're aiming for but they do absolutely fuck all to, yeah that's the, the funny thing is it like, like yeah no 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 what yeah. you're describing would make sense if someone was trying to yeah. pretend to be queer and like say yeah. oh trans people are bad or whatever mm-hmm. you know but they don't make an effort to do that whatsoever. They're just like straight transphobic. They don't do any work for queer people. They don't <laughs> highlight any queer issues. Um, yeah. Multiple, multiple people who are part of the LGBT alliance are incredibly biphobic. Um, you know, and obviously, like, you know, this is like it's it's super fucking annoying for me because like I can see. As soon as I started seeing the transphobia, it was like, well, they'll come for me next. You know what I mean? That's how it goes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Baroness Nicholson, who works closely with J.K. Rowling on a uh, women's shelter charity, which obviously they work hard to deny trans- homeless trans women access to homeless shelters. Mm-hmm. Um, she has she wrote a letter where she said the normal sexualities are heterosexuality and homosexuality, and I was like, right. oh, there goes the B. There it yeah. is. Yeah, and L G. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Next thing you know, it'll just be the L and the G, or I don't know, whichever one, whichever one. I don't know. Who knows? Um, And then the openly link actually leads on very well from that. Uh, This is a new story that uh, inspired, I think we might want to have a discussion about queer rights worldwide, uh, inspired a little bit by this um this particular news story so basically the house of representatives has passed a bill called the global respect act um which means that people who are so so individuals or state representatives um uh, who are on record as having committed abuses against lgbt people uh supposedly will be denied entry into the u.s um Mm. there was some there was some confusion when this was reported on twitter where some people thought that it was it was saying like anyone from a country that persecutes LGBT people won't be allowed in, but it's, it's not saying that it's saying if you're an individual person and you've got like anti LGBT hate crimes on your record, you won't be allowed. If you're a part of a, if you're a, like, you know, a state actor, you are mm. a, a, a minister in a government that persecutes. Yeah. This terminology people, LGBT is people. kind of confusing. You know, I can see the confusion. It is. It's a badly worded tweet, but the, but the, but the thing they're reporting itself is still horrific because, um, exactly in the same dynamic we were just talking about it sets this standard which is to do with like we're so much better us here in the imperial core we're so much better than them and so you queer people should feel you know you should be grateful for how we we treat you because at least we're not them you know what i mean um like i just mentioned liz truss obviously like liz truss an extremely transphobic person who 
is pushing really hard to, to just 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 legislate trans people out of existence um there's no way that she wouldn't be allowed into the u.s right because uh, she's because she's a minister yeah, in the government yeah. of of one of the u.s's biggest allies there's no way that the u.s would recognize the the abuses against lgbt people in the uk and so this act only refers to people in the imperial periphery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see yeah. being extremely Islamophobic off the bat. Just being like... Oh, absolutely. absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Um, and so maybe we'll do an episode talking maybe about queer people around mm-hmm. the world and, and what, you know, the shape of things, because it is an interesting conversation. But speaking of extremely Islamophobic, how about that link just above the openly one, the New York Times... Uh, breaking news, Bi- President Biden is moving to split $7 billion in frozen Afghan central bank assets between 9-11 victims, families, and humanitarian aid in Afghanistan. Who oh boy. Uh, the U.S. could just print, like, the U.S. could just pass an act anytime printing more money than this if they wanted to give humanitarian aid to Afghanistan. <laughs> um, yeah. The splitting up of the Afghan central bank assets between 9-11 victims' families... That's war spoils. That is just war spoils. Yeah. Afghanistan didn't oh, have anything so to do gross. with 9-11. It. Uh, it is purely just America went in and has looted and has come back and now is sharing the spoils. And it's going um, to continue to loot yeah. as well, you know. Of course, the, of course. Yeah. yeah, this is the thing. There are no poor countries. There are countries that are being looted. Yeah. They're overexploited. So, is that what... Um, exactly. Fucking exactly. yellow video... What's the yellow video guy? What's his name again? <laughs> Who's the yellow video what? guy? Yellow video oh, guy said that. Oh, like, yellow video. Yeah. Oh, con- Jesus. Poor countries Parente. or whatever. These countries aren't poor or, or uh-huh. like under something. They're overexploited. Parenti, yeah. What's what did name? he say, Chad? Michelle, Michelle Parenti. Michael Parenti. I'm feeling real dumb today for the record. So this is going to be a, this <laughs> gonna okay, be a rough stream. Don't worry. Don't worry, Nicole. <laughs> so, I'm right there with you. Okay. I've, I've got no idea this about yellow upset. video guy. I'm going to uh, be doing a whole lot of listening. Tim not being listening. here is thrown Mikey off P. our vibe. <laughs> <Mikey> <laughs> Tim was the one who, he, he was the glue holding us all together and we we're just spinning out. I know. That's right. Who knew this whole time? Who knew? That bassy, bassy voice just calming everything <laughs> down. Yeah. Uh, and that's they all poor, the news I have to yeah. this week. Oh yeah, they're not, they're not underdeveloped. They are overexploited. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Perfect. It's, pretty, yeah, 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 it's a pretty yeah. banger quote. Uh, Mule, Nicole, any news? No, no, I've got nothing for you. Um, the, pretty much everything that you said. Um, other than if I don't know if you want to talk about Tony Blair putting his two fucking pens in when no one gives a shit. Um, war criminal you know? and uh, registered passenger on the Lolita Express, Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Uh, Tony Blair um, ha- has given an interview at the Times, saying, say, you know, just saying that you can't even say you're a woman anymore. Um, you get locked up just saying you're a woman. Uh, which is a ridiculous uh, thing to say. Uh, no, and no, nobody asked Anthony. Yeah, I, um, that's the so thing. It's like it, nobody really. asked. That's what's incredible. It's like just seen, just seen how frequently transphobia just comes out of people's mouths. Just no one is asking. Tony but Blair's just, just like, bla- yeah. Just, I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. It's whatever. Like, really, it's like, like it's, yeah. if, it's if Americans aren't if Americans aren't really like that you know uh familiar with tony blair other than like oh he was the prime minister once like it would be basically the same as george george w bush saying something like that do you know it's what i mean no it big be... surprise like the guy yeah. said that to deal with black black crime we have to deal with black culture like he's an evil piece of shit he's, wow. he, he killed half a million people in the middle east it doesn't it's pretty straightforward this is why i introduced him as 
as war criminal and um, alleged He's nonce. He's a alleged yeah. nonce, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, needs to be in the Hague. It needs to be in the fucking Hague. Right. So, um, I'm a lot of news. The last thing is something we touched on last week, and we need to remember to say this every week until we do the episode, but we are going to do an episode about trans DIYing. If you're in the chat right now and you know what that is, then you know what that is, and I don't need to explain. Um, so, <laughs> we're looking for... To, for more information so that we can do accurate reporting about the situation around the world. Um, for example, we've had somebody get in touch from Korea. Um, That's awesome. But we already have things covered for this, the US and UK. So if you're outside the US and UK, uh, please get in touch through our Twitter. Um, everything will be confidential. Everything will be anonymous and your DMs will be deleted once they've been put into the notes. My other co-hosts won't even see uh, who you are. And I promise to absolutely forget <laughs> so um if you get in touch it could really help out we're doing an episode on trans diying and um it's gonna be a good episode i'm excited for it um but yeah we'd love to have more information uh from around the world i've already got a lot of really good sources but people's first-hand accounts are infinitely valuable uh you know there's there, there, there's a there's an approach right the scientific method where we where we take anecdotal evidence as being a little shaky and un unhelpful. Uh, but when we're talking about reporting and when we're talking about mutual aid uh, and when we're talking about people getting stuff done to help themselves and protect one another, actually your story matters a lot. So if you are from outside the US, you okay, please send us a DM, red underscore planet underscore TV and let us know, basically. There you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wanted to... Um... I want to say one more thing, but it's I don't it's not good news because I know we're trying to I know we haven't really done a lot of good. Oh, I bombarded so, with bad news today. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, that's why I'm like maybe we, but just it's not bad news. It's just it's just like a PSA sort of. Um, uh -huh. Just anyone who's wondering, the Ottawa occupation, the so-called trucker occupation, is not an occupation of working class people. It is a ruling class, pissy, shit my pants occupation of anti-vaxer fucking like pet, uh, petite bourgeoisie douchebags for the record classic um, yeah can we get not... rob on to talk about that that would be interesting yeah i don't know anything mm. about the oh my gosh yeah no he's okay. done he's, he's done a really great coverage they, on it. um they tried to do one in the in the uk last weekend um, flu trucks clan <laughs> oh god yeah 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 that's right that's right they they are basically yeah they're just nazis like i think the first thing that no, i heard they literally about have waves were... not swastika flags and yeah, confederacy flags so, yeah. yeah so yeah um yep yeah and like yep. so many of these people they're just they're like driving pickup trucks <laughs> so that's the thing there are some truckers because you're always going to have some people showing up thinking that this is a thing for them um because they get mixed up and they don't know anything about class consciousness um, or they don't have any. Um, but so many of the participants are just people that own their own companies that are just also people that get COVID right. relief money from the government to keep them afloat while everyone is just being evicted and so on and so forth. Like these are, these are small like business January owners. Just like January 6th. Exactly. Yeah, and that makes it's sense. just like January that, 6th. Exactly. Yeah. And that makes sense when you think about it, because obviously from a small business owner's point of view, they don't want COVID rules. They don't want vaccine mandates. They want to get as much, um, you know, money from the public as possible. So they see that as like an attack on their income. Well, I'll is, quote the, I'll quote yeah. the great do not eat and say small business owners are as a rule universally insane. Um, <laughs> it's good to remember. <laughs> 
Yeah, and small businesses are not more are not moral businesses. They're not more moral than biz, yeah, big it's businesses. Yeah, good capitalism. If you believe that small businesses are somehow more moral than big businesses, then you are, by in my opinion, buying into capitalist propaganda that tries yeah. to. Well, you've probably never worked for a small business if you're saying that because they <laughs> small business owners are such pieces of shit. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them are pieces of shit. Yeah. But like, because like, because you, when you one thing that I realized when I like so when I started doing videography and I started getting money on Twitch and I set up like you know a self-employed thing, right? I realized like you don't even really have to do a lot of stuff. You just have to just like write a couple words on a website and boom, you're ready to go. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. even just like trust you to do your taxes yourself. Like <laughs> when I first did my taxes, I was like, when's the guy gonna come? Do you right. know what I mean? Like, when's the guy coming yeah. to make sure yeah. I've got all my receipts that I've saved in the thing, and it doesn't even happen. With the little happen. square glasses and the tie and the pocket calculator. It doesn't no, even he, happen. Yeah, he's he not real. Yeah. He's a made-up thing, right? Oh, I know. I've met that guy, but he he doesn't come. Yeah. He's not, yeah. There's not a guy. Um, yeah, you could just do it. So, like, a lot of this stuff, what I'm basically trying to say is that, like, it's very easy to just, like, set up a business in any yeah. country and, like... There's not like a secret business police that goes around and makes sure that you're yeah. trying to like, do, you know, do stuff. We don't you know need what to I mean? revile these people. They're they're just they're just people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Often who are okay. Who often the the crucial difference is they're people who are okay exploiting someone who they work with every single day. You know. Right. They can do cool. it to their face. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Uh, shall we start the episode? Sure. Let's do it. Yep. I'm ready to learn sick so we... um previously on red planet we talked about how to keep your comrades safe at a protest or riot and undoubtedly we will talk about it more in future last week we talked about housing insecurity and the, in the inevitability of a mass squatting movement as the housing market does what it'll do and shits the bed uh, a big focus of the show is generally mutual aid because systems that exist under modern capitalism are falling apart overflowing getting shut down defunded sabotaged or simply disappearing and this is a show about how to keep each other safe so this week we're talking about how to organize safely and keep your organizing from being hacked attacked or infiltrated by fascists this week we're talking about opsec and infosec there we go I love that. That was a great intro. Aw, thanks. I babe. still don't know anything about it other than <laughs> other than just like try yeah. not to get fedded. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> should we should we should we go straight to guest? Because get, I feel like there's Get her yeah. in. Get her in. I okay, sorry. Our guest this week is the lovely, powerful, knowledgeable Tia. She's great. She's a pal of mine. And uh, I actually interviewed her for organizing interviews as well. So if you want uh, to see this all in a little bit more of a structured interview format, that's on my channel. Uh, it just came out today. I forgot to push the public button on Friday. It should have been out a few days ago. Ah! <laughs> anyway, this is Tia, and she's very, very knowledgeable. Hey, Tia! Hello. Can you hear us? Great. Howdy. Hey, I'm going to quickly fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, um, Tia. So I've introduced you by saying that you're very knowledgeable, but I should probably add on that you have nearly eight years' experience working in naval intelligence, right? That is that is correct, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So very knowledgeable. Well, primarily, actually, to be clear, I was on loan uh, and, and working for law enforcement purposes. So that's, ah. um, that's important to note, yeah. Right, so Neil was just together. asking what the what the flipping heck 
uh, OPSAC even is. So uh, what's going on with it? What does it you mean? Might, you're going to have it. to do a lot of schooling today. Uh, okay, so um, operational security is uh, the um, behaviors that we take on in order to um, keep information that isn't secret out of enemy hands. So, like you know, you know, you know that you and your buddies are going to go to a protest. On Friday, you don't go out Thursday to the bar and talk about the protest a bunch, right? Because then everybody who's in listening distance, they hear about the protest. They know it's going to start at 4 p.m. They know that there's going to be, you know, 15 to 20 people who've, who are committed and, and possibly up to 20 more who are like maybes and et cetera, right? And, and, and this is stuff that somebody who wishes to harm our movements would be, um, uh, would, you know, they, you know, it would be of interest to them, regardless of if it's actionable or not. It might be the key piece of information they don't have to uh, uh, that, that allows to them it. to yeah yeah exactly okay uh, and, that makes sense. And then infosec is the the other half of this, and um and to a large extent, none of the activism that we've seen in the last few. Um, decades has needed infosec because there's no centralized group which commands the sort of practices which require secrecy um but many mm. of the the many of the uh techniques and things that that are important for infosec end up being important for sort of evading surveillance in in, in like you know it either illegal surveillance which happens all the time even though they they'll say it doesn't mm -hmm. or uh, or legal surveillance of people who aren't doing any crimes but who've been authorized as surveillance targets right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes okay i actually know what you're on about now because i've heard on it could happen here chelsea manning talk about this stuff i think and she uh, I know, said i know she talked about it on um the, the it could happen here daily yeah 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 and she was so she was talking about stuff like um you know like we were talking about it with a nancy a couple of weeks ago as well where like you know the the you want to be like the nobody right you want to be just like the plain guy kind of thing just in general i guess i don't i don't really know like you know what the the benefits of doing that on a day-to-day -day, uh sort of life is but i guess if you're going to be going to protest regularly you want to you know like we spoke about having a set of clothes specifically for protests right and don't use them for anything else kind of thing yes. i don't know if that would fit into it uh that that is actually like something in opsec is um is um the 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 habits that we keep that make it easy for us to be like uh uh for, for an analyst who's like devoted, like their their nine to five job is sitting down and looking at every piece of information about you that's been gathered and trying to figure out what can be inferred outside of that information. And like, you know, uh, if you find out somebody's email address, most people's email addresses are linked to every bit of their social media. And so you can very quickly search out every social media account they have. And then every social media account they have has um you know names and aliases and oftentimes they'll have names or similar names and then pictures that are spanning across and so you can be like okay it's got a similar name but the same picture or you know the the pictures are the same themes with with you know you know instead of like um uh joe biden this was G jay biden with a you know a similar looking person in the picture we can assume that's the same person mm -hmm. you know um 
And so, uh, 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 basically every single person I know, uh, uh, like I don't know anybody, including myself, who's actually went through and done the work to make sure that none of their accounts that they do, um, uh, protest stuff on have nothing in common with their other accounts. I like, I had an air gap for a while and then I just got lazy with it. And now it's just part of my like larger account that I know it could be like webbed out if, if anybody defined air gap there. Oh yeah, air gap is uh, is is that is that complete separation between your two identities, where you ha- you know you have pseudonyms, you know like a, a like a large list of pseudonyms and and you know a bunch of different sets of names, no overlapping passwords. Like you know um, if you have a something that's a two factor authentication, you um, uh, you know you you might even have different accounts for for whatever two-factor authenticator you use and and things to that effect so that they're yeah. not any one thing doesn't compromise all of it mm-hmm. right um, this and, is great and... this is absolutely sorry to interrupt this is like yeah this is absolutely dope shit i love this so this far. is going to be one of those episodes where people should be taking notes yeah. <laughs> i'm taking a lot of notes chat <laughs> pepo g right yeah so uh and then the uh the next thing that we uh uh um that we're going to want to talk about is uh, uh, the title of this, which is how to prevent police infiltration. Uh, th- thank you for that, because you kn- you know the spoiler uh, for this, because you interviewed me before about this, that, that there is no way to prevent police infiltration. That is correct. They are yes. already in our movements. They are already at our protests. They are you know already in the command structure if you have a hierarchy in your organization. I set they them up and I knock them down. I knew, I, I knew this was coming. Um, it's a funny thing. Like Basically, people can be more or less attuned to this kind of stuff but there's no way you can just be like we are a hundred percent safe there are no moles there are no cops right whatever um like i was talking to a friend just yesterday yeah just yesterday who was talking about a lot of protest work that she does and how she's like constantly spotting undercover cops from their from their shoes like the shoot the cops in her area just like really aren't good at blending in um and that she was just telling a story of like talking to someone who's very young and had just joined and had come to the first event and 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 um and and saying to other people like that one's a cop and saying to the saying to the to the person like how are you doing junior side you know junior detective and they were like i don't know what you're talking about and um the other people like not not believing her that this person was a cop but like um her just being like, well, let's just see where, like, let's just not share anything. Let's just, you know, don't don't tell her anything, and then see where see where she goes. And then, like, the next thing she did was, uh, I think they were at a protest. Yeah, yeah, they were at a protest. Like, then the next thing she did was go up to the line of police, and then the next thing that happened was the police cattled them all. So, uh, oh, <laughs> like, interesting. It was like it was like, oh yeah, 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 that was a cop. Mm. Um, it's like you can be more attuned to this kind of stuff, but there there really isn't actually like, you know. Um, and that's a... and then that's why it's important to understand this stuff, right, uh, Tia? Because this is like you can understand how to keep your information safe, your operations safe, but you can't be like, I'm sure a hundred percent that nobody involved is has ulterior motives. Yeah. The uh, uh, the the there's the thing that gets passed around a lot that's that's especially fun, and it's like you know the the FBI talking about how difficult it is to to to. De- to infiltrate activist organizations because um uh the amount of reading that's required is um <laughs> is too much and it's yeah. hard to cut off our sources of income because we're all just poor college students 
yeah and, and <laughs> yeah and yeah the, the you know what's the source of income well there's no income it's it's got a zero operating cost the only thing that they're wasting is time yes like, there was a there was a pretty similarly funny like similar funny in the same way but it, it, it's not as relevant so this is a derail but um which was tufts talking about having tried to infiltrate trans rights activists and understand what they're all like <laughs> And it was Can an amazing report. The, the trans lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, an ama- <laughs> it was an amazing little report to read. Um, never once did they like it really click, and then just go, "Oh, we're just talking about a disenfranchised, marginalized group of like, po- like massively disproportionately in under the poverty line, uh, just just people, you know, just human beings." But like the, this report that's like detailing like the transsexual usually doesn't have a uh, any kind of drawing room meeting space in their house, and <laughs> like. Yeah, man, because we're not all middle class guardian writers. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is yeah. I'm loving all this so far. So like you mentioned, uh, you mentioned something before. Um, it's about making sure. So you were saying because obviously it's impossible to stop cops from getting in the movement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you were saying it's about making sure no one involved sorry i totally blanked out was it like knows too much did you say it is uh so as soon as uh let's say a person has done uh whether or not a person has done a crime they are now in police custody the police have confiscated their cell phone uh uh and you know it's it's got uh uh the the biometric thing so it just needs their face Mm. well now they pointed at your face because they have right. physically you in custody and it unlocks and now they have your facebook and you know and your and your twitter and your signal and etc and you know they can subpoena the records or just you know from your phone since they have access to it um uh, and uh, and use that in a court of law if they want and and all sorts of things like that and and use all of the numbers of all of the people you have in signal and which is why the the thing is never bring your your cell phone to a protest. Always right. like sharpie sharpie on the the phone numbers you need. Um, but the um, uh, and and but so, and this is why you want it so that your you know your your that there is this air gap between your identities. So that if yeah. if you do have to bring your cell phone or or you know you you weren't planning on being arrested, you weren't planning on being anywhere near the police presence, and they still came for you. Or they came for you not at a protest because retributive policing is a very common thing, oh, especially yeah. in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and so you didn't know to leave your cell phone at home that day, and it, and now you're in police custody, etc. So um, uh, that's why you know doing the hard work of logging on when you need it and logging off when you're done is logging like, off is hard work. I agree. <laughs> can't be done. <laughs> can't be done. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I get what you're getting at. Like, yeah, we, we, we need to have think through that worst case scenario. And if that person gets arrested and then the phone is open and they're all, all their contacts are open and it's it's fair game mm-hmm. legally to the police, does that then bring down your whole operation or doesn't it? Right? Yes. Yeah. And 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 you know, every every single step along the way, there there are things where, depending on how much work you're putting in on the street, depending on how integral you are to the operation, is how much work you should be putting into these steps and this sort of like shift between uh, and, and, and like like removal of identity. Um, uh, we called them funny names, uh, literally just you fake a different name online than offline, and then maybe even like 
using pseudonyms in real life, like not using your human name with other people. And that's actually super common. Yeah. Um, we talked about this in, in, in the Squatters episode last week, but if you are in court, you don't have to provide ID. They will need a name to refer to you to, to, to refer, you know, to you by, mm-hmm. um, but, un, you know, unless you're fully going into the system, um, you can actually just say, you know, something that people call you, some nickname or whatever, uh, if you did find yourself like, uh, yeah, you're not you're not required to give ID. That, at least that's the case in the UK mm-hmm. uh, from the Squatters Handbook there, but I don't know the case everywhere. Um, but yeah, yeah. Someone's asking you if that's always... true in the US as well. Is it true in the US? I, I, I do not know the answer to that question, mm-hmm. but you can always tell the pigs to go fuck themselves. As, uh, <laughs> yeah. There is that uh, too. Yes. Uh, um, Tia, I'm really glad uh, yeah, that... No, I, I just want to say that I'm really glad that you pointed out, um, I caught something what you said earlier, which is if, if you weren't, if you, even if you weren't planning on getting arrested, um, and the reason I wanted to point out that small part is I know there's a lot of people watching this right now that, uh, and this happens for so many conversations we have, not just on Red Planet, but just in political streams. A lot of people think that they're viewing things, but it's never going to be their personal problem. And, um, how can you speak to how much people should probably can be considering this as a personal problem that they should care about? Like we, I know Sophie and I, we talked about this, not, it wasn't on red planet, but we had a uh, conversation about surveillance and how like, it's not just for like super Antifa, super soldier. Like we kind of, we, we all have to be very aware of how we are subjected to this surveillance and how we should give, a fuck about it and um not just not just for like pragmatic reasons but for like almost like ethical reasons that we shouldn't become comfortable as like a as like a species with like someone else just always being able to s- look at our genitals whenever they want to look at our genitals and things like that um yep. so anyways i just wanted to, to touch on that i don't know if you had anything to say if, if not that's cool but like i was I just I know there's a lot of people in the chat that are thinking about thinking oh this is all information that's very cool and stuff but it doesn't apply to me because I'm not like super hardcore or anything like that. Yeah, I'm never gonna get arrested for being uh, in Bad yeah. Bunny's chat. Yeah, <laughs> the, the 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 I mean, like just historically, like you can you can look at examples of this where uh, lists of people who are like who need to be arrested are pretty constantly and consistently maintained by the state police yeah uh and like just you know you know there and there are instances where it's you know anybody who's ever spoken in front of a crowd or you know anyone who's even been in that in that kind of crowd who gets put on that list and uh uh, and and, you know anybody who gets identified uh uh, during an interrogation session you know and, and you know this goes three four five people out and so um uh and and with the amount of overreach they have they can you know very easily identify that okay you know this ip is associated with this physical address for people living at that house eh, for captives like things yeah. like that and 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 our police have the legal power to do a no knock raid in the entirety of the united states and i have one of yeah. those feelings that the entirety of of uh, uh of uh, europe probably has similar powers even if they like to say that america is more uh yeah uh, horrible and yeah, absolutely i mean um the uk is like a much more surveilled place um um than at least most of america um uh, the, the line i gave on the stream 
the other day with Nicole was the two arguments people use to pr- like preserve their cognitive dissonance uh, about surveillance is like, I'm not doing anything wrong and I don't have any reason to like want to challenge the system. Therefore, it's fine that I'm being surveilled. And those two arguments still fundamentally, like they fundamentally rest on the assumption that the thing that is surveilling you is moral and an arbiter of morality. Uh, because because if you're not doing anything wrong, right, that requires the thing that you're that is watching you and deciding whether you're doing something wrong to agree with you about whether you're doing something wrong, right? Yeah. Um, and so if you believe that the state is moral and that <laughs> that's fine for it to surveil you, I don't know what you're doing in this chat. I was about but, to say, um, like, I'm not really yeah. sure how you're, why you're watching this stream if you're that that opinion yeah and there's a small part of us that kind of feel that way i think um some of us are so de-radical or de-radicalized or radical whichever way you want to think of it um that you know we're completely rid of that sentiment but i think a lot of us still have a teeny tiny bit of it like i know that i still have like a teeny tiny bit of that sentiment that feeling that oh well you know what there must be some sort of a good guy with the state or a bad guy with the state's a good guy with the state something like that yeah whatever yeah (laughs) like um but like it's 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 something you have to like train yourself out of like consciously um yeah anyways yeah um whatever so yeah i mean uh this definitely ties into conversations about surveillance um hopefully we'll get it deeper into it we've got you know we've got a couple more hours uh to get into stuff but i have a topic that i want to go through first so and um i'm finding my note sorry um do we want to do a tweet yeah you're not uh, the most to say that we're 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 now um... oh another another tweet with us all in if everyone wants to pose again you need to pose yeah. for it okay everybody smile for the camera okay we're good cool okay cool got it found my notes <laughs> right perfect um tia you uh i don't know if what level of tech expert you consider yourself to be but uh you have made uh tech suggestions to me before and um i've got a few things i want to talk through which are to do with like using uh tech alternatives that will be more private like um we we know obviously that like whatsapp while claiming to be encrypted is owned by meta and just works complete like in direct collaboration with like the cia um And, you know, uh, Apple, likewise, say that all of their stuff is protected, and then it's been exposed that they're absolutely not. Um, we can't necessarily advise people to, you know, get get phones that aren't made by either, that don't, you know, don't belong to either uh, Google or Apple. But um, there are alternatives to, you already mentioned Signal, for example. There are alternatives to, like, WhatsApp that you can use that do good, do, do offer good encryption. So yes. um, what's like would you feel qualified to comment on if i if i talked through like brought up a few, a few different alternative uh platforms like the kind of safety levels or uh, whatever uh yeah um i i feel like i would you know you know signals the one that i that i remember specifically is it was good last time i last time i like really was paying attention to that stuff wink cool. and uh um and proton mail for 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 emails but you know mm-hmm. all of this is constantly riding on like exploitation like that you know the every three-letter agency has an exploitation division that is constantly trying to figure out ways into through underneath etc yeah uh, uh, uh and 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 you know ways to convince people to get 
to give themselves backdoors and et cetera and things like that. Yeah, and so, absolutely. And so there are, you know, it's it's constantly, you know, you know, changing, and you can never really, uh, you can never really tell what's going to continuously be good. All mm-hmm. you can do is hope to frustrate it and make it harder because, you know, every single level of, of difficulty or, or or encryption is something that's going to take more of your time and be more of a pain in the ass. And that's, that's... Yeah. Um, the trade-off between your safety and how much of your own time you're wasting, I guess. Um, and how much of theirs you're wasting. You know? True, yeah. I mean, I think that there's the... Um, I think that in a conversation about surveillance, something important to remember is that surveillance is always... Or that if if it's a if it's obeying the law if uh surveillance works works retrospectively like someone has to be you know ha- have done something for them to be a big enough deal for state intelligence networks to be paying attention at all in order to blah 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 right like the state isn't literally the the the, the state isn't hasn't got a guy on every person all the time yes yeah. that's that's um, correct you can, you can get about about 10 to 20 people of, of coverage per person if, if uh-huh. you're working hard right. um, uh, I'm, I'm just realizing with your experience that we're just gonna it's just gonna be some chilling stuff now uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah I'm, 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 I'm trying to go back into my notes now and I'm a little afraid um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um, I wonder if there's a guy for red planet that would whip hey guy what's up <laughs> hey, Red Planet um, guy, what's going on? So, um... <laughs> real quick, I want to just real quick thank you. It's socialism or barbarism. Thank you for the five subs. That was very kind of you. It was an hour oh. ago, and we it's hard for us to pause because you know the conversations we have. But I, I think an hour every hour like yeah. is a good amount. <laughs> so, thank you so much for the five subs. I appreciate it. Um. So th- this next section, what I'm saying about taking notes. Uh, take some notes. There will be a quiz. Tech, tech possibilities. <laughs> no, there won't be a quiz. But There's if you're watching and you are invested in organizing something and you want to do it safely, um, these are some tech possibilities for not doing it on platforms that may already have been compromised by intelligence and by the state. Um, so we already talked about Signal instead of um, instead of WhatsApp. Any, any further comment before the uh, move on to that? Uh, signal instead of like you know instead of discord too like if if you're if you're just talking about like you know shit posting talking about your day and 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 actually to be honest talking about anything physical in your day probably a bad idea uh but um if you're um uh shit posting complaining about your family uh, um talking about theory do that on discord if you're talking about the you know trying to get your friend to come to the protest on friday do that on 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 whatever encrypted service you want and and i cannot stress this enough do the most encrypted version of whatever that service claims don't do something like uh, uh send a voice message with your uh, uh, with you, all of your exact plans, because very often those aren't encrypted; they're just sent as a recording. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah. so, like you know, if it's like, yeah, our our, our SMS is is fully encrypted end to end or whatever, then it's like, yeah, sure, send a text. Don't send an image. Like, don't write a post-it note. Take a picture of it. Like, what are you doing? Send a text. Oh, or my whatever. one more note before we move on from Signal is that uh, although Signal is is end to end encrypted. Um, there is key logging on some phones that people should look into and it varies but that like 
um, like the the predictive text of your keyboard works on it reading what you're writing all the time, and that is an exploit that has been covered as something that like uh, intelligence agencies can use is like what your phone is just writing. Uh, and that would allow them to have at least half of a text conversation. So it's worth checking if, uh, and, and uh, sorry, I know this is super vague details. I should have researched this more before doing the show, but like, this is something that uh, you can switch off if, like, like the, the, the particular setting to do with your predictive text. Um, I'm very sorry that was so vague. Maybe someone in the chat will hit me with a link later. Um, but uh, besides encryption, there's also like models of how data moves around and where data is stored. So the next thing I want to bring up is uh, matrix um, or element. I think element is like a, a, a version of matrix. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an implementation of matrix. So basically matrix is an alternative to discord, right? You just said about like, if you're doing your shit posting or whatever, do it in Discord. But it can be useful to have a space that is like Discord, right? That isn't just a group chat. Um, and what's different about Matrix is that it isn't all like the, is that the the instance, the server. When we're talking about a Discord server, that server belongs to Discord, like the company. Uh, whereas Matrix is a is a uh, federated thing where you download the software and you run your own server, which means that everything that would be said on your server and discussed between your pals who are planning to you know stop deforestation or something you know um uh would be would be in would be within the physical like machine that you could be running yourself uh which obviously gives i think a huge home advantage to in terms of encryption and avoiding exploits um tier any thoughts uh, that's, uh, uh, one of the reasons why I said, you know, don't do it on discord is because, you know, number one, even private discords are somewhat public, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're, they're subpoenable records, but it's much harder to, um, get the, um, use that subpoena power for a private, um, thing like matrix. If you're, if you're just one note connected to it, as opposed to one of the actual, like, hosting servers and so um that's a good point or a a good thing entirely but just like with the you really can't prevent police infiltration because the police are already doing like you know infiltrating and subverting like from the start right Mm -hmm. so uh uh you know there's still no way to make sure that a space like this is not subverted so as always um the amount of 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 interest and conflict your group has with the authorities is the amount that you need to be paying attention. And by the time that you're to the point where you, where a matrix is necessary, you know, um, then, then you're going to, you know, want to be, you know, be practicing the, the most rigorous forms of, uh, operational information security, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you, you would say, you would say that like, still then that space isn't good for, necessarily organizing in or not um i uh uh honestly the 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 number one place that you should be organizing is in person of um, course be, yeah. because that because that is the only place where um your that that cannot be subpoenaed that cannot be you know taken like used by the state's tools to to generate or manufacture guilt gotcha um, gotcha 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 um yeah uh i'm i brought this up with the hosts my my co-hosts already but one thing uh i've been considering is maybe moving 
um, Red Planet, uh, possibly moving um, like our our personal server where we like coordinate with guests and uh, possibly doing this with my Patreon Discord as well, moving to Matrix just to show people how it works and get people used to it, and then people can check it out and you know if they want to run their own, then they can. Um, I don't know if I'll do that, but I'm just it's a possibility. Also, LL, uh, you doing you running Matrix specifically is kind of funny. I don't, know. I, away, I don't know if we covered yeah. that already, but in case we haven't. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Matrix girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, true. It's true. Um, so there, uh, there's, a pl- there's a platform called Discourse, which I hadn't heard of before. I don't know uh, if anyone else has. It's kind of forum-like. Um, I don't know. Again, it's kind of a, a, a similar alternative to run- to having like a, a Discord kind of space. Um, and it's also open source um, I think it's you running your own instance of it. Um, I'm just I'm just naming a few different possibilities here. So there's Discourse, there's Mattermost, and there's Matrix. Uh, in particular, people like the implementation called Element. Uh, instead, so sorry, I should have said instead of book recs this week, I don't have any book recs about about OpSec and InfoSec and surveillance and stuff. I just have these uh, tech recommendations instead that someone from my Patreon Discord passed along. So I'm just I'm just basically talking about different different tech options. Um, so there is a there is a software suite called Nextcloud, which could give you the alternative to working in stuff like Google Docs or Office three six five. Which um, again, in terms of exploits, like Google Docs, you know, just storing loads and loads of docs and stuff on the on the cloud, you know, on Google servers. I don't know, not the best possible thing. Um, not that as we've already covered, like, not that you're organizing should be like a word document of like all your plans anyway that's a terrible idea <laughs> but just in case you found yourself needing to make a spreadsheet i feel like next cloud is a possibility for people um if your planning document is a is a google doc uh <laughs> you should rectify that. <laughs> that yeah ideally ideally um and then <laughs> Uh, and then there's an interesting conversation I think to have about well I don't know how long but it, it, it may be interesting a conversation to have about funding which is that um, in the first place Patreon was conceived as something where people would be able to do activism and other like bold stuff and get money um, from supporters um, but obviously Patreon blew up and so it's got a lot of corporate interest it has investors it's moving towards a more hyper corporate model Um so um i think yeah i've got two recommendations here which are uh libera pay um and they say the two main differences are the only real terms of service they impose are that payments must follow eu financial regulations and cannot be in exchange for goods or services and two they don't charge any fees so that's neat (laughs) if people were looking to get supporters and they uh didn't you know, they didn't want to use Patreon or, or couldn't use Patreon. Uh, and then the other one is, um, oh, sorry, this actually isn't um, a pay thing. This one is a non-profit backed groupware platform called Mobilizon. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Mobilizon? Mobilizon. Mobilizon. Sounds cur- it's sounds M-O-B-I-L-I-Z-O-N if people want to look it up. But it sounds like something the Power Rangers would fight. Um, but, <laughs> but in ter- but again, to compare to to compare to Mattermost discourse or Matrix slash Element, um, m- m- Mobilizon 
Mobilize yeah, on. I guess right. Mobilize on. Yeah, that's what they're going for. Okay, mobilize on is another kind of you know you self-host your own community and then you have control over you know where where that all is, uh, which is cool. Um, and I also wanted to bring up Mastodon. Um, not that it's like secure, but I feel like there's another there's a kind of parallel conversation, um, where I guess. Maybe this is for another time. I'm not sure. Um, I wanted to bring up Mastodon just because... Uh, so if people don't know, Mastodon is an equivalent to Twitter, uh, where people where it's a federated system and people are running their own instances of servers. Like I was saying about, about Matrix before, like you're, someone is running the server rather than it be belonging to a company. Um, and it's all completely public. I'm not saying any of this is secure in the slightest. It's a public platform where people are interacting very much like Twitter. Um, but... If you wanted to have a hangout spot that was quieter and slower and didn't have everything wrong with it that Twitter has, I feel like in this list of tech recommendations, I may as well shout out Mastodon as well. Hmm. Uh, hit me up at Sophie from Mars uh, at Octodon.social. There you go. Hmm. Because yeah. I hate Twitter. Everyone hates Twitter, yeah. There's <laughs> it's always a much those people smaller, that... more community-focused experience on Mastodon. It's very nice. There's always those people that say, oh, I like it. And those people should shut up. I, I, I hate <laughs> them. Whatever your weird, yeah. positive crap, just stop that. I like uh, it here in toxic land. My, my cishet male friends uh, keep on telling me, actually, posting is fun. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and I'm not allowed to do posting anymore because people get mad at me. Uh, once I grew tits, they 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 didn't let me post anymore. Um, well, that can't yeah, so that's be my right. Tech recommendation, no, that can't be right. <laughs> can't be but it feels like it feels like Tia, your broader position on this is like um, tech maybe isn't like tech solutions maybe aren't that helpful. Uh, my broader position on this is that like you can never rely on any tech solution as as a way to get around the fact that surveillance is going to happen because you know uh -huh. you never know when they're going to get through and to do it so you never can really trust it as as something that isn't surveilled or isn't isn't you know later re like recorded and, and put onto another server so like you know your uh -huh. your you know uh and so you can't you know you you have to, you have to act like Mm. you know where you're communicating is currently being read in front of a court and yes that's, that's absolutely just... okay that's a good yeah. line that's a good that's like one of the good really like small things chat write it down always the, no matter what try and hold no matter what where you're talking even if you feel like you found a really secure thing always talk it like your shit's gonna be read back in court that's yeah. cringe me out and i think of like all the inappropriate things i've written to people like, se like sexy uh, miss well, did you say which you know maybe 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 you know and then, with and regards on the to organizing of july the defendant said i hope that you blast out my back walls tonight <laughs> I, want, I, I want you to milk me like a cow's udders or something i i did you say this ma'am i've I, I've uh, you, you've been you've been going on your stream being like so how does how do people make the revolution happen and I'm like Nicole shut the fuck up. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah yeah anyway. good point good point good point. <laughs>
but this is a journalistic show where we're just reporting on what's going on uh we are absolutely in no way organizers we're just yeah. a bunch bunch of bunch of streamers hanging out and chatting about stuff and i've seen I've, um, i i was just joking like yeah. i was just making jokes for the record i like to make oh, jokes I my see. it was just a you joke. know that the actually i feel like i should announce this for the for the sake of chat uh, the fbi have made a report on the phrases redacted parody and in minecraft uh, yeah. they, they know about those it wouldn't have been a good legal defense before but just so you're aware the literal fbi has a has a memo that's like leftists keep on saying in minecraft to pretend that they don't mean that they're going to do a thing and they do yeah. mean it. So. and it's like it, and this is something that i bring up in my stream a lot um because there are people who come into my stream and obviously i'm not going to mention anyone's names but they come into my stream Brandon. and they say things like uh, yeah, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like they come into my stream and they say things like, God, I can't wait to like, you know, I'm, I don't even want to say it myself. Yeah, like, what To something that is uh, yeah. something, something horrific that you could definitely get put in prison for. And it's like, A, you're never going to do that. A, you're never going to do that. You're chatting shit, mate. Do you know what I mean? B, like, th- like you're saying that in my chat and mm-hmm. I'm I'm queer, sure, but I'm cis, right? So... You know, I'm a cis guy, and I can only imagine that you're going into like trans people's streams, people of color streams, and yeah. saying this stuff. And like you, you know, in, like again, like Tear says, imagine that being read back to you in court. Like, yo, did you go into like this person's stream and say like you want to do X to X? Like because yeah, that, yeah, you said yeah. that. Like we've got that on you in it. You know what I mean? And it's not just like it's not just protecting you. It's about protecting protecting your comrades as well. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be yeah. going into people's chats on 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 twitch saying that it's absurd this is really just reword i'm just really rewording the imagine it's going to be read in a court thing here but one i think good rule of thumb is like to, like uh the the creators can implement as well as everyone else like as, as well as if you're actually organizing um is i have in my patreon server for nobody to post about crimes um about you know c- crimes they're intending to do because there there is some drug discussion in my server to do with like how we believe that you know l- believing in legalization and, and, and these kind of discourses and i'm saying like don't post that you're gonna do a crime because everybody else right then who's read the message i'm gonna do this crime in a minute i'm gonna do this crime tonight is uh then com- you know to some degree complicit in 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 what you just said you were going to do mm. so you are in you have it's to not remember just that about you're not, you and your, you your are edginess in the whole community <laughs> right uh, right yeah. it's a very we important lesson it. especially i think a lot of people on the internet need to hear this if you're super edgy and you're super like i don't give a fuck that's great and all but some other people do and you're jeopardizing them by announcing yeah. these things around them 100 percent. also is the uh, official position of red planet that we do not condone crimes i would like to right. make sure that everyone knows that we do discuss them, but we do not condone them. Yes, for example, we'll be doing this episode about trans DIYing and 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 you know um, buying hormones uh, outside of you know prescribed medicines is illegal. But um, but we are but, you know we're reporting on how as states let people down, they will find other solutions. And additionally, those laws do change pretty drastically by your jurisdictions, and so you know the, some of the techniques might be legal in some places and illegal in others. Right. So true. Yep. Yeah. Um, but preview for that episode, we're gonna. The homework is gonna be for people to learn how to do injections, <clears> because um, one thing that isn't illegal is administering um, medicine. And um, don't, you don't have to know where somebody got medicine, but you can help your pal out with their injection. Um, anyway, oh, yes. uh, to wrap up, the <laughs> podcast, infosec. Ops. I want. I yeah, want to yeah, read yeah, a yeah. useless useless's comment because oh, sure. it's a good one. Um, 
So they're saying to tie it into previous streams, and with this is with regards to like trying to get on secure platforms, but still, you know, you know, not not just like you know being irresponsible about it. To tie it into previous streams, you can say. Um, just like when you want to avoid being kettled in a protest, be a moving target within the different encryption services as they become available and are vetted as secure at that period of time. I think it's a pretty good tie-in, right? Yeah. Like just like mm -hmm. that, we had that episode on um, pro uh, riot uh, strategy, uh, riot tactics, um, yeah. protest riot tactics, um, and we discussed kettling, where cops do this thing where they just cluster protesters together, and they not it's not good. Um, yeah. The one of the ways that you can help prevent that from happening is to never just, you know, always be a moving target. Never just like, you know, don't don't just stay in one spot and just be at home there because that's a really easy way to get like, you know, quarantined in somewhere. And so similarly, I suppose we can apply that I idea to this in like a virtual okay. sense, I guess. Right. Well, well I want to treat I really want to treat Tara as the expert here. So um, I regarding <gasps> more secure platforms like does it still apply what you were saying earlier about wasting someone's time who is intending to surveil you like is that yes. like right that, yeah the 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 more the more effort that they have to do to 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 establish you know identity and chronology and who who you know who is speaking in which context uh -huh. to whom and and wh who they are in real life versus their whatever the longer it's going to take them to put together the 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 further away from useful it will be for them and yes. so right yeah that's true okay and As... and so it, you know, <clears throat> go ahead the antifada thank you for the raid i really appreciate it we love yeah, you. Yeah, welcome in on We Spotted love you. We love you. We love you. Oh, um, Antifada. I love the yeah. show. Hey, guys. Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, so thank you so much for the radio. Yeah. You're joining the conversation. Yeah. Um, really great conversation about <clears throat> how to avoid like police infiltration, specifically virtually. So um, um, yeah. So there's a, there, this, isn't, this isn't about advice. This is about um, having a laugh, uh, this bit. But I, um, I remember when Gab got shut down, um, <laughs> people found out that uh, to be a, they, they they had added a feature that was like proving you're a verified patriot, where you could upload like like ID documents to show that you were an American. <laughs> so that if you were getting in arguments about how cool Trump is, then you would have a little badge being like definitely a, a patriot. Um, and so when Gab after January six, uh, when Gab was shut down, um. Yeah, they, they had everybody's like they had a just direct from like you know, come Lord for twenty sixty nine saying I want to do all these violent things to Joe Biden and his dog, and just just in the data related to that account is like actually come Lord for twenty sixty nine is uh, Brian from Tennessee. You know, mm. it's it was pretty amazing, um, phenomenal dog to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> wow, a, huge, a huge L for for Brandon from Ohio or wherever he said. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was really funny. It's... They had to like give their social security number, right, or something. Oh yeah, was that parlor? Was that the for parlor? Oh, it was Paula. I'm thinking of Paula. <laughs> okay, whatever. These are all the same um, thing. They're all the same type. Yeah. Of thing. yeah. Well, that's an interesting thing, and maybe we can steer back around towards the upset conversation here. But um, we have seen mass organizing across huge platforms which i mean firstly is being allowed more because it's it's right wing uh whereas if it was far left if it was a a, a 
similar number of far left agitators uh, organizing together on Facebook and Gab and Telegram. Uh, got to feel like they wouldn't get as far as January 6th um, on, mm. you know, organizing through public platforms. But um, but I do think it's interesting to see that, right? Because like, that's about mass movements and, and, and there being and so many people going there and just being being a culture in that space, um, a, a, a very politically skewed culture in that space. And while it's not good to then organize what your plans are, you know, publicly on Parler, on Gab, on uh, Telegram or, or Facebook. Um, um, and I'm not advising for anybody to do that at all. I do think it's interesting that we've seen this repeated thing of the far right having their own platforms. And that's part of what I'm talking about with, with say, Mastodon, is that I do think people could get off of Twitter and get into a space where you know reliably that the people you're talking to, you know, all all are, all, all are you know... Um, other lefties, other other pinko stinkos, uh, have your own little anarchist server where you plan nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing, because it's still just a public website where you're like chatting with people. But you know, just hang out. Like I, I do think that like um, hanging out there is 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 cool. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the what's what's I think a, a good way to 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 click this back into opsec is like. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the planning nothing thing is what's what's the gonna make it you know a social space as opposed to a sort of activist or organizing space right and um and you know the ability to coordinate and plan through something wirelessly shouldn't you know you know we we can communicate with each other and plan meetings of when we're actually doing the organizing and doing the plans. Hey, you know, we should, you know, we need to, you know, these are the goals that we want to hit. How do we get people to show up for these goals, et cetera? Like those things need to be handled in person anyway for almost all of them. And so, and so, you know, you organize when you're going to have in-person things over there, but don't ever like plan your protest stuff. Don't ever plan your, you know, your, your messaging, your, um, you know, anything like that over, over the internet, unless it's, unless you're prepared to have it read back to you in transcript form. And, and in the end, a lot of this is going to come down to, unless you're willing to have it read back to you as a court transcript, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I mean, also like, you know, (laughs) you might be, you might say, I'm willing to have this read back to me as a court transcript. You might apply the mindset where you're thinking all the things I'm saying that I'm, so let's just take an example for a second that people are planning to get in the way of a development that would deforest an area and destroy local environment, right? Um, th- people are planning an illegal action that everybody would, like everybody on earth would agree is just a, like they're doing a moral thing. Um, um, because again, uh, actually I say this to the, to the, to the NSA agent who's watching red planet. Um, the moral conclusion of knowing that climate change is happening is that we should all do as much as we can to stop it. And even, I think, I think even the agent watching probably agrees, I think, but anyway, um, it's about the law, right? It's not about morality is my, is my point. Right. And so if you're, if you're doing, if you're trying to apply this, like um, everything I'm writing here 
I should be okay with this being read in court. Like, it's not about what you think is okay. It is about the law because, like, you might be planning to do something which will stop just something fucking horrible. Just some, just some awful fucking shit, right? You like, and your buddy John Brown might have big plans, but however, yeah. comma. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's not. It's 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 not about that. It is about the law. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I wanted to ask um, because we touched on really briefly early about uh, the UK. Not um, I think I can't remember. Uh, someone said maybe the UK has is is different in terms to like surveillance and stuff like that. Um, but there is like a whole fucking plethora of stuff that you can read about how the UK is one of the most surveilled uh, countries in the entire world. There are, there are apparently one, there is apparently one CCTV camera per every 32 people in the Mm. UK. Um, So they, they, they number it around 25 million. Um, So, you know, with that in mind, and then obviously, you know, considering the way that the, you know the cia monitor oh yeah well, the, the, the nsa F- monitor people, the so. uk is crazy crazy surveilled it's, it's, yeah it's i knew CCTV so if was you... a thing but like that's uh, how many of those uh, my real question is how many of those are just in london though oh yeah, right exactly oh, exactly no, like there are there's so many it's ridiculous as well because and, and, it, and again when people you know when i first started learning about how you know corrupt and and useless police are actually like preventing crime and and helping people this kind of like cemented it in that i knew that the 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 uk was one of the most surveilled states of all time so like how are police just like not catching Mm -hmm. people in the uk do you know what i mean like what are you talking about bro like right you know policing prevents crime in any fashion then what's up yeah, with that yeah exactly yeah that why, is that, why a, is that a thing i saw this tweet the other day that was the few times i went on twitter because i'm trying to limit it but i did see something you know moments of good and it was like it said something like um if you see people cops complaining about like a surge in crime or no if you see people complain about a surge in crime know that we didn't defund them we like increased funding so this is them doing their best them doing their best <laughs> is a surge yeah. in crime yeah, and also, I'm not even talking about right. how, like, crime, especially with, with um, what Tier was, like, talking about before, which is, like, the laws are ch- different over time and different places. What, cr- what is illegal does not equate what is immoral. So we need, mm. we, I just want to remind everyone that crime doesn't equal immoral. It just means not legal, um, that's it. Like, MLK, yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. was a criminal in that he was, you know, arrested multiple times and jailed for for mm-hmm. doing illegal things. Um, but I don't think people would like to think that he's a criminal because they assign such a moral weight to the word. Um, yes, and I see us doing this when we say, "Oh, it should be a, this is a crime or this is this is criminal." And um, mm. I'm personally trying to cut that out because I think it's just it's kind of like perpetuating that that idea. Yeah, we shouldn't. Well, I of don't course, we should the state as the arbiter of morality 100%. right 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 but it's like you know it's just so much yeah. in our environment this keeps like telling us that same message over and over again it gets confusing so yeah point it out definitely yeah. um so i think that we should def- i think we should much earlier than we usually do open up for questions from chat because i think that intelligent questions is going to be the best way to have this conversation uh yeah. and i'm not sure how intelligent uh us hosts can be i mean you watch for our pretty faces, not for our brains. Um, Says you, <laughs> you're dead smart in... and pretty. 
I um, am going to take a little five-minute breather, uh, okay. and I will be right. Okie dokie. Um, so in chat, if you think of any uh, questions to ask Tia when she gets back, that would be really, really cool. And um, well, unfortunately, I was going to put this question. I was, I actually was going to bring something to her, but maybe we can talk about it a little bit first. Um, Nicole, I talked to you the other day about uh, the 14 eyes agreement. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so this is something I'm not sure people um, often people often don't. Blew my mind, by the way. I didn't know. Uh, It's pretty horrible. Mule, you're aware of this, yeah? What? The fourteen eyes agreement. Fourteen eyes. Yeah. Don't laugh at me, Nicole. I'm very smart. (laughs) The fourteen eyes. What? (laughs) What are you on about? Um, So this is the this is that when we're talking about surveillance, we're talking about state surveillance. uh, It's actually important to know that your own government is not the one surveilling you. It's actually illegal to be to surveil, uh, um, to to just surveil citizens of your own country. Unless, and I mean, Tira already commented on this, but obviously uh, organizations like the one that she worked for, like, will surveil people who are, like, marked out as troublemakers. But um, by using agreements between governments, um, basically, they've gotten around that pesky little human rights abuse issue that you shouldn't just surveil your own civilians who've done, who, you know, haven't broken the law in any way. Uh, And so actually, countries are spying on each other's citizens just regular oh that's right and then giving each other the data yeah Um, okay yeah 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 and i'm wondering if tia can 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 uh comment on this when she gets back because obviously uh she yeah she worked directly in that um that apparatus oh it's like okay i'm getting it now it's like a legal loophole it says here Britain's GCHQ intelligence agency can spy on anyone except for British nationals. Yes. And the NSA can conduct surveillance on anyone but Americans. Yes. Don't know about that. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, well, you know, whatever. But like, sure, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure about the validity of that. But um, yeah, I mean, it would make sense if they have human rights laws in in their countries. It's like, oh, well, how do we get around that? Or we just spy on your people for you and tell you what they're doing. You I know, mean, and then it, that's it, not breach, breaching. It's the truest law. form of unity, in my opinion, <laughs> as a Biden supporter. If you've wa- if, if anyone's watched any cop media ever, you know that human rights are a, a, a big frustration and annoyance to law enforcement. Yes, that's right. Yes, yeah, stairs yeah. in Patriot Act. Yeah, the Patriot Act yeah, from yeah. like what two thousand two? I don't know. It was way um, long ago. So Tia, you're back, and I wanted to ask about the 14 Eyes Agreement and what you uh, have to say about it. Um, spying on uh, one another's con- uh, citizens and then giving the data on them to the country that the people live in. Oh, I think you moved. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent. Hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> the um uh i mean it's that it was already kind of um a thing you know you can actually just look back and see the, the the just the sheer amount of the sort of roundabout um thing that's that's been going on and there mm-hmm. are there are certain like um there you know legal legal precedents and standards and treaties and whatnot that you know that exist at, at that at each uh stage going out from the original United States and, and UK alliance about in- Intel during the 
Second World War. Um, but the the big thing is that um, uh, uh, that it is uh, like uh, uh, the 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 analogy that I like to use is like you know Portland twenty twenty the 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 you know the George Floyd uprising full swing the the Portland City PD has to you know get help from the county and the state and the corrections of the state and of the the national guard and they start running out of the the munitions and start having to use expired ones and started start running out of those and etc and getting and and calling in help from neighboring states right um this that to me is what we're seeing with this 14 ice thing that you're talking about um rather than an attempt to circumvent the law more than they already do, right? The like the 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 very tiny amount of benefit they get from expanding it even slightly further is basically only going to be seen by the by the com- countries that sign on to the already existing agreement, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and the countries where are in are you know already in it. So, so that's my my take on that. Um, the the, you know, the, I was the... saying while you were away, and I just want to clarify on this because you were talking about like um, in the place in the like system that you worked in, people keeping an eye on people who are marked as troublemakers or marked as a, a threat, a potential danger, right? Um, yeah. But but this is applying to just just everybody, just just anybody who they want to keep tabs on at all, or uh, it, it's it's uh, uh, it's. It's about the way that they do collections and the legal authorities and, and, and whatever that they do that as opposed to analysis, which is what I the stuff that I'm an expert on. Uh-huh. Um, so so that, that the big difference is like who who who's actually taking part in it. So we're running um, into a, 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 a not your department issue. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Okay. 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 You 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 were looking at all the all all, all people's nudes from the cloud, you weren't uh, the one getting them. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, have we had any oh we're actually seeing a question right away so uh, Rinky Dink in chat says question for Tia curious as to her thoughts about data protection legislation with regards to OPSEC the UK and EU have on the face of it more rights and frameworks for individuals to get information about how their data is processed than say USA but obviously legislation is still fundamentally written by M- but written to empower and enable surveillance. Not that a spe- not that specific a question. More curious for thoughts on the topic from someone who knows their stuff. Uh, I'm going to instead of like dipping into my first-hand experience, dip into the well of history because the Freedom of Information Act in the United States of America was uh, was written and passed so that people would stop raiding uh, offices where secret information was kept and releasing it to the public. And so, <laughs> so by giving you this the 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 path to see if your information is being used and how it's being used and whatever and then when you actually get the document back it's a bunch of like 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 shorthands jargons three letter acronyms etc it's just like okay this this doesn't mean anything to me or or maybe it does mean something to me and i have to explain what all of this means to somebody else and i look like a crazy person you know that that sort of thing where where it's just meant to waste your time and, and control you when realistically the problem is that they have the capability to do it at all right uh-huh. that's that's the moral issue on hand so right um i guess i'm curious like i guess i am curious about whether it's worth conceptualizing any limits to state power or not because obviously the, like the state is just 
monumentally powerful like it is just an absurdly powerful thing uh, especially compared to any person especially compared to any organization uh, even even multinational corporations around the world the the state has so much more power um especially in you know through alliances uh with other states um but i am curious about like in your experience whether there are kind of well, exploits the other way around. Like, are there weaknesses to the to the kind of existing surveillance system from your point of view? Um, the 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 way that the the surveillance system works is basically that you know things get bulk collected, and then um, the people who do the analysis um, try to 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 figure out what's related to the things that they're told to care about and then basically track that's the, the the stuff that's already related and so everyone's data is getting collected and some of it is getting saved and processed okay. and um and so in my opinion because of the way that the 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 OODA loop the the one of the the decision making sort of schemes that the the navy use that let's unpack that for a sec yeah because I, I, okay. I, I've talked about it before on my streams but I think we've talked about it on here oh yeah let's um well so so I have I've heard it is Oda like three letters but it sounds like you're saying four letters Uda yeah O-O-D-A okay. and um, the one I, just... I know is observe decide act so what's the extra O uh, orient, which is like, ah. like, like you know, observe, observe, and orient is kind of the same thing, really. But you can also break it down further because uh, you can disorient someone, so they're still making observations, but they can't com- connect it to something else. That's a good point. Um, That's interesting. And, and the um, and so a lot of what we're talking about is sorry. Uh, wait, messing... no, I, we actually didn't unpack it properly. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're we're, oh, we're we're going over even Nicole and Mule's heads right oh. now. Um, yeah. So so the Uda loop is 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 a is basically a tactical analysis. It, it, it's, yes. it's, it's something you can apply, you could apply uh, to uh, a, like a fist fight you're in and yeah. and to a war. Like it's something that w- where yes. co- across conflict, you can see that there is actually a set of things that... So uh, if, if, if you are in conflict with another party, each of yes. you is going through a process of observing the other, orienting yourself like the applying yeah. the information that you've observed to the real world deciding what to do about it and then acting on it and those steps are where you can uh stop your enemy so basically if you can yeah. stop them from observing you if you can stop them from orienting themselves if you can stop them from deciding and if you can stop them from acting those are the four opportunities to if you if you think about it everything falls into those categories basically yeah uh the uh uh in my opinion their power the the state's power to observe cannot be like over assumed because they you know they have you know considering that everybody uses money and the state is the 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 creator of of currency uh-huh. you know they ha- they functionally have infinite money to spend on what like to throw out whatever problem they have so um you know they will always have the manpower they will always have the technology to get to do the observation with you know whether that's you know sending somebody to into Uzbekistan in 1984 to listen in to Soviet fucking minor chatter, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, or whatever, you know, that's, you know, they're going to be able to do it. Uh, and so, you know, we, we talk about ways to frustrate it and to split it up so that their ability to observe is, is, is 
not as good, whether we're trying to put ourselves behind encryption or trying to, you know, take ourselves away from places where we know that they can observe or to break it up so that we're never talking in any one place where it's easy for them to, to observe and put well, it together. I suppose if we're talking about wasting their time, that would be that would fall into the Orient thing, right? Exactly, it would be it yeah. would be like if if you know you're just gonna be observed and there's nothing you can do about it, but you can make it so that what they're observing matters yesterday right yes. you can make it so that they have wasted time in getting that information and so you're already acting right yes and yeah. and and so you know uh finding ways to speak in code finding you know uh spreading out between different languages so that so that it's harder to to handle it and and as best as possible using multiple languages in the same chats and discussions and uh and um uh uh and as I said, splitting stuff up so that it's not as easy for them to to put together the actual conversation that's happening because it's in different locations and some of it's in person and et cetera. Things like this is what's going to make it harder for them to actually figure out what all of the information that's being given to them means. Mm -hmm. That's why I've become a speedrunning streamer now. <laughs> so that no one... All about no going fast. Wow. Yeah, no, Way to tie that no in. One thinks, no one thinks... <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Popbug in chat says, what does OPSEC stand for? I know what it means, but what is it actually short for? It is short for operational security. And InfoSec is information security. Um, it's funny when you're talking yeah, so... about the different languages. It reminds me of when we were, I was a kid and we would come up with those like silly languages so we could like talk to each other and tell each other about oh, how like the teacher looks. and stuff? Yeah, like... would be like, our teacher is very ugly. It's double talk, and then there's pig Latin, and it's like, all right. So we were like onto something, though. Like well, we were trying talk, to keep yeah. our you conversation friend, coded from like, our authority yeah. figure that has the monopoly on detentions and shit. So if we were you like, and your actually, friend, pretty much. If you and your friend invented an entire language which you didn't document anywhere how it works, and only you and your friend understand it, you and your friend have total mm. privacy. You could you could organize anything you wanted, and no one would actually be able to understand Unless they have some cryptob cryptographer, some sort of like... Yeah. yeah, no, that is true. That is true. There's still crypto oh, no, uh, um, uh, language is on a different level as cryptography because um, uh, the the reason why the uh, it didn't matter that the Japanese like us were able to to break the codes back and forth and whatever because on a tactical level the Navajo code talkers uh, literally won the Pacific War for us on the uh, for the Marines like. Wow. Because the because the we were able to have Japanese people like people who spoke Japanese as the first or in home language like listening in and being like okay they're over this hill they're they're planning on storming so we you know just point the guns and shoot the guns whatever and then they you know they would get our comms and they're like it's in gibberish thanks like, right okay because they're expecting English okay right and they and they get Navajo yeah right that's really interesting so so just to just to make sure that we have a conclusion on the question I was asking before um oh. you said. It cannot be overestimated. Like the, the state's it, I, ability I, to observe. Yes. Yeah. You know, there are multiple states on this planet have, that have the ability to cause complete extinction of all life on Earth. Yes. Uh, true. You know, to think that they could just, you know, they, you know, they were listening to each other's telegraphs, they were listening to each other's phone calls, they were they were watching each other's um, uh, private um, uh, telephone lines mm -hmm. that that they were able to do with telephone calls that they were. What are they called? Um, etc virtual teleconferences conferences that shit like oh, yeah. right uh, uh and all sorts of shit and and you know the 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 fire hose and the and and breaking your stuff up are the two ways that that really get in the way of actually evaluating what the information 
that that you're given is. So if uh-huh. you can't get the whole picture, uh, that's difficult. And then if you're given so much that you can't figure out even what what matters, those are the only two like effects. Right. Matters. Okay. So I imagine to some degree that the latter would be something that was in play in was likely in play in the lead up to January 6th. Like people were talking so much, right? Like yeah. across these platforms that it would be definitely it would be hard to tell uh because I, I I know a lot of cult researchers and anti-fascist researchers. We're actually going to have a cult researcher on in a couple of weeks. Um and um a lot of people were just like they're planning something, something's coming, and, and 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 trying to tell people ahead of January 6th that something was coming, but they didn't quite know what it was going to be, and there was a lot of anxiety in that community because, yeah, they knew they knew that something was going to, something pretty bad was going to happen. Um, Everyone was talking about it, but no, like, there wasn't enough people talking about it, like, concretely enough. It's like the, the, the final, like, like, that's the apotheosis of stochasticism is mm-hmm. what happened there. Yeah, right. Okay. Can you can you unpack that for uh, for, oh, okay. for people who so, don't have you and I our, our yeah. uh, love of incredibly obscure language? <laughs> uh, apotheosis, the the ultimate divine power. So like the just it it raises itself to its most powerful and explicit form. Like I don't I don't think we could reasonably expect something like sto- the stochastic rhetoric that has inspired so many mass shooters and and violence to do something more effective, uh, mobilize more people than we saw on January 6th or in a, in a more like organized, like it's always going to be disorganized. It's always, it's, it's always going to tend toward fewer people. And so, and so what we saw was the, the maximum level that the stochastic rhetoric can do for a large group, just a huge disorganized mass who doesn't even know what they're doing or why they're there. Yeah, uh, the January sixth lot were not yeah. were not a, a a group who are going in. Yeah, so that's actually a really important point. And chat chat are asking what stochastic means. So stochastic is about uh, uh, is commonly applied to sorry is most often heard in the phrase stochastic terrorism, where as opposed to say ISIS, who uh, typically are you know training in cells and have an organizational structure and therefore and then are like planning attacks, um, um, and then all of the conversation about information that we've been having applies to that structure, right? What makes, um, what makes stochastic terror um, all the more deadly by contrast is that you just have someone who is spouting rhetoric that encourages anyone to act, please do something. And this is obviously what Trump was doing the whole entire time. And all of the Trump ripoffs and all of the people in Trump's orbit were all saying like these satanic pedophile cabal democrats are blah 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 and we have to stop them and so people would decide on their own to act and you can't intercept or observe you can't you know you can't see what the planning is if it's just one person who's just planning it all in their head well there's that really famous not famous but i guess famous if you're like an uber online political nerd like there's that there's that there's that post where it's a video of one of charlie kirk's uh followers fans whatever you want to call it supporters and he's going when do we just get the guns and start killing people and charlie kirk is like no 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 never said that did i you know and that's the the benefit of having these sort of like really like you say like um you know Mm. just very vague like we need to do something we need to do something now we need to act now by any means necessary etc etc because it's just very vague and people are going to take it how they want and obviously that guy 
probably took it how Charlie Kirk maybe, I don't know, maybe might have wanted it to happen. But you we can't prove know. in a court of law that Charlie Kirk was trying to get people to act that way. Right. as the rub. Right. Um, I'm still trying to unpack my, unpack what my very smart friend has said for my for, for my uh, for my wonderful okay. friends who are smart yeah. in their own way. Um, <laughs> so, um, what you mean by the stochastic apotheosis is that um, uh, this th- so stochastic terror, right? You have someone who's talking and they're encouraging people to do something, and then people just do it and there isn't this planning that can be intercepted and therefore stopped which is very scary um and in the case of january 6th people loads of people were talking and they were talking very seriously about doing something and because of like you say that's fire hosing there's this enormous wealth of information and you can't actually tell what the serious plan is and then on the day it's like some people have gotten together and decided to do this and they told their friends like IRL or in a phone call or in a text without explicitly saying we're planning to storm the capital kind of thing. And so people just came to this event and then the event turned into this thing. And so what you're saying is uh, while there's been a lot of focus on stochastic terror and, 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 and on, and I've just been explaining, you know, what's scary about it just now, like the ultimate form, the kind of worst case scenario for what it could be looks like January 6th. Whereas something like Patriot Prayer, who, you know, march in lockstep and wear a, you know, wear a uniform and clearly are organizing together, they could do something a lot more serious because they, they're organizing. And what do you call that yes. kind of terror? Is it organized? Like, what do you, what's the word yes. for that? Organized terror? Okay. Uh, yeah, st- stochastic in this case just means random. It's from the yeah. it's a Greek root that means random. Yeah. Um, okay and uh and and when i say that it's the ultimate form i mean the ultimate form of like organize like as organized as something like stochastic terror can provide um whereas you know the most common form we see where it comes out is you know one person doing you know lifetimes of damage all you know in an afternoon in a, in a fi- five minute period yes um and so uh and so when i say it's the ultimate form i mean that you know that the the people that we have to watch out for that are the people who are actively organizing and actively trying to put something together whether that whether they're already in power or whether they're trying to get into power and not people who are just like well somebody has to do something about it because as as we generally know the bystander effect means that somebody might do something about it but just as often nobody does well yeah. eventually th- and so those individual acts which heighten the the you know the escalation of tensions which leads to an increased poli- police presence and which is already mm-hmm. what the right wing wants because once the right wing controls the government the police which have been given more money and resources to deal with their their terror threat well now they're in control of the police and well yeah exactly do you, do you think <laughs> very that... cool what a what a wonderful future america has so so just to be clear you're so you're saying that we should pay attention to the organized terror for instance and not so much at the stochastic terror or am i misunderstanding you 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 cannot like predict or protect yourself from stochastic terror it's it's like a lightning strike basically if a guy who has been watching way too much ben shapiro nicole while you while you're at whole foods a guy who's been watching loads of ben shapiro shows up with a gun there is nothing that could have been done up to that point because that guy wasn't posting anywhere that he was planning it he wasn't telling friends let's do this there was no way to intercept it and stop it Mm -hmm. and it's just happening now right wouldn't you say that Um, the the, i mean there is a source of the like if yes. he's if he's a Ben Shapiro fan, then wouldn't that be the way that we stop it? And when couldn't you think of Ben Shapiro as like the ringleader of an organized 
You well, that would imply that the that people argument. who are surveilling us would want to yes. surveil Ben Shapiro fans. You know, it's well, almost just... like they don't give a fuck about people like well, that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to relate this to like maybe because a lot of us can view like you know January 6th, for instance. But so we're yeah. working off of these events. But I'm trying to think of more if we can boil these things down to maybe like um, internet interactions where take it just so people can have like a more like poor tangible grasp on it because i think there are some maybe parallels with the way that say harassment campaigns works like something like gamergate Uh gamergate Uh is that stochastic um or in a sense yes because they had the forum where they were telling people ian dance can cover this in that in in that video about gamergate right um in the presentation he gave to the university students like Mm, like, the forum where they they were encouraging everybody to get as frustrated as possible and then they weren't telling them what to do but then they had another of like but there's a thing right like um there was a mix and there's often a mix when it's this kind of big movement of hate right so there there were people who were just seeing all the media and consuming all the media that made them frustrated and would just turn around and go and harass someone but there were other people who were in a set in in more private channels organizing uh gamergate as a harassment campaign yeah yeah like in discord channels i mean we get we get harassers here that like they're like they'll sometimes just tell us oh we all plan to come in here in a discord and it's okay so you're making plans you're talking about these plans and then others are just part of toxic communities that they don't say in fact they might go out of their way like you said the charlie kirk charlie kirk example they might say no don't do that but it's like that's that's what we know they do that's their function um Okay, I think I think I'm kind yeah. of getting a better grasp of this. Chad, do you do you feel a little bit better about these terms? Because I've heard the term stochastic a lot, and I even said it, but I, I don't think I've ever truly understood what it was. So this is <laughs> I knew I knew what apotheosis was. I knew what I knew what apotheosis was because wow. I play a game Ooh. called Slay the Spire, and there's ah. a card in that called apotheosis, and it basically <laughs> means when you nerd. get dead sick, like you get absolutely uh-huh. you know uh-huh. chatted. Right, um, and um, and but I didn't know what stochastic means. There's a couple of people who I don't think are, are getting the 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 same meaning from it as as what you're saying here. So people are saying things like, uh, uh, "Oh, there's like uh, an element of probability to it or something." But I guess like there's an element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, so yeah. The, one of the things that's really important, and I'm and I'm sure that anyone who's who's like paid attention can 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 speak to this, is that like very often it turns out that the cops did receive a tip hey like this guy is talking about like coming in and killing everyone and then the cops didn't do anything because the cops don't actually give a shit and the cops don't have an interest in stopping it the the more it happens the more their budget goes up so they actually don't give a shit Mm -hmm. um and so when um uh and so there it you know the that that example that we gave that that the person didn't say anything to their friends that or their family or 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 text about it or write it down in their calendar or anything and no no way to intercept or to figure it out and they just did it randomly like that's the rarest case and realistically there are interventions which will prevent this but the like if somebody in your community is is like like listening to these people uh, who who are associated with stochastic terrorism, like like you know Ben Shapiro and the whole you know rightosphere, um, you know, and they're in your life, you know, you might you know want to talk to them about that. Like, I mean, this is kind of off the opsec front, but like that's that's something that's pretty fucking bad, and that mm. that you know, community is the thing that is the is the thing that will most radicalize people toward. 
wanting to protect their community. And so, yeah, that and, you know, that isn't everybody's job or and not something everybody can do. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. Based. But yeah. So, yeah, like, uh, well, yeah, like I say, like I've learned I've learned what stochastic means today. Buzzing. Um, I was going to say something about um so like for an example because obviously like this is a lot for me to take in i'm like i've taken so many notes and i am trying to put it to like a real world example so i remember the first time i heard about this kind of stuff was like in the george floyd uprising last year right not last year two years ago holy shit who even knows what time is anymore um yeah that yeah okay so before um, before time the before times um people were talking about oh my god what are people doing people are using this hashtag and people need the hashtag on twitter in order to get information about the protests right Mm -hmm. but then like so for me i guess what i'm not understanding is like if if people are trying to get information about the protests from twitter isn't that like against opsec that's against infosec well but it depends on what information i guess uh, the way that these uh, these practices were designed was with an understanding of secrecy and secure or uh, security as something that you do to protect your your assets, whether they're like like conceptual assets like your secrets or actual physical assets, right? And so, mm. um, uh, your tr- uh, the the opsec and infosec are trying to protect something that is secret, the and something that is then defined as uh, something whose disclosure would damage the uh, United States' ability to protect itself or its uh, or its strategic uh, uh, ish- interests, right? And so when when we're talking about the, the the things like, well, should should somebody be able to post what they're doing on uh, on Twitter or like, hey, we're having a protest, uh, uh, come join us on Facebook? Well, you know, most protests are legal and they don't require you to protect your identity or to protect no, everything. not in britain or not, <laughs> yeah that is you know they can be you know governments can choose to make them illegal but a protest is simply like the 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 act of you know of, of demanding a redress for wrongs that like that's the, the the simplest thing and you know the 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 simplest goddamn thing that you can ask your government is hey undo the way you fucked me up like you know yeah. uh and so uh when uh so when we don't have anything to hide finding out that you know like what what like i'm going to protest because i don't think the the police should be killing someone is not some you know what's what's the grossest secret that that i have to hide exactly and so and so you know with the 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 ability to do infiltration and surveillance and co-opt people and etc um and, and all of the violence that the state has in play like you know there are levels where you know uh like transparency and, and and communication are more important than secrecy and the 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 counteracting is how, how involved are you how important do you think it would be for the state to do violence to you individually and all these things you know you're you're doing these running tallies of who's who's so important who's so integral that that we you know that that 
I don't want to endanger them by by putting information about them on the Internet. Because yeah. remember, like, yeah. like you know, you, you can make the decision about endangering yourself, but you should not be making the decision about endangering somebody else. And so a lot of these practices are going to be something that you want to do to protect your comrades as well, especially. Uh, I have an example that might help to unpick this and explain it a little bit better, um, which is that someone, which is an example of a failure of OPSEC that somebody told mm-hmm. me about. So they are involved with, uh, rentist unions and they were arranging i might get some of these details wrong but the we can still use it to pick it apart um they were arranging an uh, eviction resistance and so people needed to come to a place to uh you know resist against the bailiffs evicting somebody um and uh and what they did was put out across social media through through whatsapp group chats a basically a flyer saying like eviction resistance this date this time and the address right and the reason that's an opsec failure right Com- like what we're contrasting against um what we we're just talking about like in both cases you want to share we're basically doing a protest we're doing, we're doing a place where people gather together and say no to something um uh, and so using social media is completely fine but if you are sharing the address of the person who you're trying to <laughs> trying yeah. to stop from getting evicted, that is a piece of information that you want to keep secure and and secret, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one that you would only give to people who have then said, yes, I'd like to come to that protest um, or yes, I'd like to come to that eviction resistance. Um, for, for, it's, a, it's an issue from two angles, right? So one is one is a more general security, which is just like if you're just announcing to the world we're doing this thing at this place if there's someone i mean this is less true with like a renters union but if this is but if you were trying to help out like people in a homeless camp like far right groups do terrorize homeless camps constantly right so if you were doing that then you'd be making the information available to fascists who would who, who you know that would make your event unsafe um but if it's in the case of but the, the other side is a tactical one which would be that if the landlord knows that your that their tenants got the renters union involved and then they're watching your socials and then they see you post we're doing an eviction resistance this time and date at this address and they're like oh that's an address of the property that we manage so mm-hmm. therefore like we know that 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 eviction resistance will be there and we'll just do it we'll just do the eviction on a different day see so like so that's like where they did need to use social media to get out information that you do want to share but they shouldn't be sharing all the information because some of it was information that should be protected. Yeah, it's like when you said before about like making sure no one involved knows too much. That's how yeah. that relates to that, right? Sure. Yeah. Exactly. There's the, a lot uh, of. Uh, if, if... Go no, ahead, please go. go no, please go ahead. Okay. So the um uh uh the the big thing is that like you know uh, uh with the ability to like if, if any one person becomes so integral to the the operation that that losing them means that the operation falls apart that person is going to be lost that's that that's what this the the strategy of the the local and local state and federal authorities in the united states has been since the 60s and it has been incredibly effective at suppressing um uh, political movements in the united states and so and so if somebody is putting everything onto their own back or if somebody is so so useful so over the top good at all of these things like 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 you need to have to talk to them about how useful they're becoming because they're painting a target on their face yes i we should use another big word 
and then unpack it. Um, this is why organizing needs to be acephalous. So acephalous means without a head, right? So if it, exactly as Tira is saying, if there's anyone who is too important, then they're going to be the one that is targeted by all that stuff. And um, actually in the organizing interview that I did with Emmy, um, she highlighted something really important, which is that like, which is kind of the contrast to this. Um, a lot of place, a lot of organizations suffer from what she called the tyranny of formlessness, where everyone assumes like we should all be able to do all the things and we should all do a bit of the thing just based on who is available when, rather than taking specific roles and doing specific things and playing to your strengths. And it's still important to play to your strengths. So I, I just want to get this message across in a balanced way. It's important to, within an organization, play to your strengths. Emmy gave the example that she's very you know, fast on her feet with in terms of thinking of things to do and, 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 and ways to act. And she's also very funny. So she does the social media and, and press stuff for their organization. Um, and, you know, so you should still play to your strengths with, you know, and know what people are good at. But also, uh, if one person's just good at loads and loads of stuff, don't just put all of the responsibility onto them because then you're just reaching a point where they could just be removed and then your organization mm -hmm. can't do anything. Which is why we encourage you all to uh, copy our format and do it better than us, please. It is. Yeah. Yeah. On like a larger show. scale. In the media ecosphere, we don't want to be the only ones talking this way and educating people how to organize we, because then we could be removed. <laughs> if, exactly. the, uh, if our agent watching now <laughs> decided that we were an issue. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if there was ever some sort of like, um, uh, like, like, you know, oh, geez. Train of thought. Got it. Got it. We're here. Got him. Uh, so uh, if if uh, uh, it ever turned out that the 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 turns of service shifted and 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 things like YouTube and Twitch and everything got uh, uh, just changed their mind and and now advocating for you know any sort of radical change to the the governing system is now against the terms of service and those things can be deleted and your accounts can be removed for them strikes uh -huh. etc. Um, then uh, because it's not a legal thing, it's a terms of service thing, right? So. Mm. Um, uh, when, if that's the case, then we, um, uh, then, you know, every single person who is doing that is liable to lose their account, is liable to lose their, their streams, their backups, their uploads, etc. Um, and so like, it's important that as many people are talking about these things in as many ways as possible as well. So that yeah. if, you know, there are, you know, there are, you know, ways to, you know, talk about these things, you know, in ways that are more palatable to people and etc and and less specific ways yeah uh, i feel like that's important to talk about as well oh yeah, 100%. I, agree. yeah I agree yeah yeah I, I think that like um we could start thinking about terms of service and maybe work outwards from this to a more general picture um because like terms of service don't just get enforced by mods twitch is too big of a of a of a platform of a website to, to have paid mods who work for Twitch who are doing all the stuff. And so instead it uses a user moderation model. This is something that's some of the stuff I'm going to be writing about in Cyberpunk 2022. But like um, the moderation problem is something that has defined our modern platforms uh, hugely, which is like they they grew too fast and and uh, too recklessly because of the because of investor capital as a as a model um that they don't have good moderation at all and it's just this kind of lawless space and most platforms uh respond to this by 
deputizing users as cops, right? Getting people to go around and report stuff for them. You see, you know, um, uh, rather than it being you can additionally report something if you think mods have missed it, it's the default thing is that if there is any kind of issue, it's not going to get dealt with unless someone's reporting it and what this results with on twitch is that again in our hypothetical where twitch says any kind of radical uh politics are banned right um accounts who don't have people hate watching them reporting them for talking about radical politics won't get banned um Mm. and then so then expanding from that idea right we have a more broad idea which um is i think very important to our discussion about opsec today which is that Crime only exists where the state can see it. So surveillance creates crime. Um, And that's kind of an important thing. Like, if you are, if people are organizing something um, that, as far as they're aware, is legal, or even at the time is legal, right? This is where I'm making a comparison between, like, our reality and then our hypothetical where they change the terms of service. Like, um, like states can change the law often you know, shockingly radically uh, and, and rapidly when it's a time of like uh, you know collapse and struggle um, states can just bust out all sorts of authoritarian policies um, and so you could be organizing something and it's and it, it and it is perfectly legal and then shit turns around really fast and that's why like you should be you know applying a certain level of of, of security to everything that you're doing no matter what you know it, it is about it is still about like thinking of the people who want to stop you as 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 a tactical enemy in this yeah and 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 you and you have to definitely understand how much of the law and is is made ex like after the fact of, of yes. you know the 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 state the city the government sent the police in to do something that wasn't legal at the time <laughs> and either it goes all the way up to the Supreme Court and is and yeah, no, that was illegal. You can't do that. Or it's close enough to to what the 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 de facto and de jure powers are that they're just like, no, 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 this is important for them to have. And it's just one more of the many, many powers that are that are get granted to the police. And like th- the amount of harm that the police can do to our life and limb legally with no, you know, with no recourse uh is is frankly incredible and that's you know not even including all of the ways that they're allowed to violate our privacy our safety etc like um with uh uh you know during a presumptive stop they need very little to no um excuse to do a stop to 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 pull you out of the vehicle and search your vehicle yeah. and in fact you asking to not have your vehicle searched is usually uh grounds to uh for a judge to okay a vehicle search uh and so like like the worst Uh... you're doing is inconveniencing them but if you don't you know you should still inconvenience them as much as possible even if you know that there's no way that that on the current records etc like waste all of their time that you can because because you know all the time they're spending not being able to prosecute you while trying to is going to be time that they can't spend prosecuting someone else Absolutely. Um, there's a few things I want to I want to say, and we might be leading into a different conversation altogether. But um, 
this is all a conversation about the law. We're having a little bit of a philosoph philosophy of the law conversation here. Once again, the official position of Red Planet is that we don't endorse any crimes. Um, we're not encouraging anybody to do anything illegal. We simply recommend rec recognize that people are going to engage in uh, some illegal activities as the systems that are killing them uh, um, are... Um, uh, are, are, are not stoppable through anything but illegal activity. Um, but somebody put in chat um, in response to me saying surveillance creates crime, they said uh, it's only illegal if you get caught. And again, if we're talking about like kind of the philosophy of law and like where crime exists, it's like it's a little like this this OODA loop thing, right? It's, it's like um, the state is something that is observing you, right? Orienting information that it's observed deciding what to do about it and then acting uh if it's decided that you're a threat right what it's going to act and do is create a crime around like you know create like if it's observing you and it 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 puts this puts puts a picture together right and then sees that what you're doing is completely legal under existing laws but a threat to the state in a really meaningful way the state will write laws on the spot to 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 prosecute yep. you um, I mean, even to some degree, you could argue that like precedent-based law, by definition, is just making up crimes after the fact. But like, um, yeah, I think there's a, there are a few aspects that I think are really interesting to kind of philosophy of of law. Like, I um, point out uh, that you know that um, for Superman, there are no crimes, right? Like, if you can't be physically subdued, you can never be arrested. <laughs> um, um, but and that's, again, what I'm saying about the OODA loop, right? Like, the point of thinking about surveillance is that crime only exists where the state can see it. And then people have only committed crimes if the state can see that they did, you know, that they're the ones doing it. That's the Orient part, right? And then people can only be prosecuted if the state, you know, has a has an, uh, has like a coherent internal mechanism of some degree uh to make decisions with and then people can only be sent to prison if they can be physically subdued um these are all things to consider i guess um <laughs> yeah. yeah um but what i wanted to where i said that we would probably uh go on to a different discussion is that someone asked a very big question in the chat so to mark a killing bird says here's my question for tia if we can get to it before the end congrats we are uh, we can assume you will never know every camera and microphone between you and your destination is there a way other than gray man clothes? Did we already talk about gray man? Not I, I, I didn't, I alluded to it. Okay. Or... We'll make a tangent for it. Then. Yeah. Um, is there a way other than gray man clothes to act, act while you know, you are being observed without being controlled and limited by it, both practically not getting yourself or others caught and psychologically not obeying their expectations. So I'll just add on to that. Gray man is a tactic of dressing uh, like the people around you, basically being the most the most uh, uh, inconspicuous, not by hiding but by blending in. Uh, a lot of people take it to mean a certain kind of look. It's not a certain kind of look. Don't try and look like Jason Bourne. You're trying to look like the people around you. If you're going to the goth club, right, look like a goth. Don't look like Jason Bourne. If you're going to a university campus, right, do dye your hair, do do have your pronoun pin, don't don't dress like Jason Bourne. Uh, it's 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 not a specific look. It is the most common look for wherever you are and the people who are around you. Um, but yeah, this is a really interesting question, right? It's it's 
how do we act when we know we're being watched, which we are, um, uh, without <laughs> the knowledge of us being watched, allowing us to, uh, without the knowledge of us being watched, controlling us and stopping us from being able to do anything meaningful. Uh, I mean, that's the, the, that, you know, you've managed to live your life up until now being watched pretty much the whole time. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, you know, you don't, you don't have to worry about ducking every time you walk into a Seven Eleven because you're not going to be doing something illegal in that Seven Eleven, right? Yeah. Even though, even though you're on camera and you're right next to a ruler that'll say exactly how tall you are. Right. So the, um, what's important is that, um, is that, you know, you're keeping track of these identity and and selection issues where that will make it easier for the cops to tell who you are, what you're doing, why you're doing those things, and connect it to the previous the the beginning and or um, the, what you've done before and what you what you do after, and create a narrative out of that, right? And so when um you know when the the investigators come in and try to determine who is who, um uh you know every single camera that they have to go and 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 you know you know okay well you were in front of this storefront for five minutes now they have to go and see you know either to the next storefront find the next camera etc you know this is this is time of theirs that you're wasting mm -hmm. and uh, uh uh and the you know and so if you're not doing a crime if what you're doing is not related to a crime not related to a protest don't even worry about it just just you know be be you at the level of security that 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 you've determined is okay for for a normal day mm -hmm. and if you're and if you're going to a, a a protest like you know do do the things that make you secure like preparing for the protest going to the protest helping people out at the protest and and then coming home from the protest and etc and and like you know you know don't be looking at other people and seeing how they're messed up be uh, uh or or like like trying to kick somebody out of the protest like hey like you're you know what you know you're you're doing things wrong because one of the things that it comes down to is that like they are endangering themselves they're skylining themselves yeah and and that's taking heat off of other people you know you can only have a gray man if there is an average if every single person is in is in black then it's going to be completely random who gets selected for violence yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was also the, there was the case fairly recently um, in one of the Portland Street battles where um, uh, on the Antifa side, uh, someone was taking pictures and then a whole bunch of people gave them shit and like, I think, took their phone off them. Um, but in doing this, all of the other people started filming that person on their phones. Um, yeah. And it's just like, see how this kind of see how this self-policing and you know policing of others can just lead to just just a much worse outcome really mm. um i was saying this the other day on nicole's stream where we were talking about surveillance but i do think that it's really important for uh if if the online left right as as creators if there's one thing that we keep coming back to surveillance should really be it um because this question about how you act when you're being watched is a really fundamental one to what we're talking about right and and we should, as people who, you know, by definition, have eyes on us, um, uh, I'm as in you, the audience, to be clear, I'm not just, <laughs> I don't just mean our one special friend. I mean, um, I mean, yeah, you, the audience, are watching us. Um, you know, we should talk uh, openly and as often as possible about the behavior that it is okay to be observed doing. 
um, and the systems that observe us and and what they do with that information. Um, because having that conversation publicly in, it enables us to establish a it's information theory stuff, right? Like it establishes a common ground where we all know how much baseline information everybody, including maybe actors who are opposed to our efforts have. We, we all know everyone has this information and knowing that everyone has that information is information itself that we can use to make decisions based off of. Um, I am going to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. job. Great job. I was, um, um, right. I, I'm going to read a comment from someone who's been saying all sorts of weird stuff, but one comment of theirs landed. And before they said the second part, which didn't made it not land. But the first part is, well, as children, we are all used to we are all used to pretending that we were being watched, or at least I think the comment is like, as children, we have to assume that we're being watched, I guess. Because um, it's true, because our, our parents are watching us, and then our Santa Claus is watching us, or, you know, we, or if no, you're raised religious. literally has a camera in it. <laughs> yeah, or that, exactly. Um and so I think that we I think we touched on this in the conversation that Sophie and I had on surveillance. And by the way, I put the link in the chat if anyone wants to see, because we referenced it a few times. It was a really great conversation. It's on my YouTube. So it's in the chat right there. I'll post it again. Um, but it's it's really interesting how um, we have been groomed from early on to be like ex like ready to be surveilled at all times and also to be suspicious of people who don't want to be surveilled at all times um yeah. and it's it's kind of remarkable when you do think about it for a moment of how much of our upbringing has been this like grooming you know yeah very panopticon shit yeah exactly um yeah. but yeah so somebody good comment from the other from the chatter who then ruined it with the next one but you know what? i still want to give him credit uh uh, you you saying that that it, that it starts in our children and all of this uh, 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 lets me lets me be incredibly on brand and I get to do it while Sophie is away. But David Graeber talks about this. Oh no! <laughs> uh, oh no! Another David Graeber. David Graeber. Honestly, Graeber is great. My, Sophie talks about him all the my, time. It's great. <laughs> my Twitter handle is still David Graeber Stan, Stan account. So yes. Really? The yes. That's awesome. Uh, the, uh, um, so the the big thing is that like not not just the panopticon and the the assumption of surveillance uh, where you know you know you can never know that your boss isn't over your shoulder or your superior officer or a cop or whatever right but but full on that that our our ability to like conceptualize boundaries and consent and autonomy are messed with with this exact same parental model like um like Angles talks about as well that that it's all based on like in in the 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 white western model that that it's all based on um uh the 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 relationship that parents have to children or that adults have to children under their mm -hmm. care at all and uh and that it, that it you know you know every time that that you know you had homework and you did the homework you know that's that's you know unpaid overtime or or work that you're taking home right so um mm -hmm. you know I'm... that that ex that exact sort of example but for basically every uh, uh overreach that authority does mm -hmm. against us but go don't ahead. be telling our chat that homework is unpaid over time it is because <laughs> uh you to, know to just, be fair uh... they're unpaid interns already so <laughs> yeah That's no right. actually they're not even unpaid they pay me so they pay me they pay me <laughs> the as money for a subscription <laughs> and now they're doing labor so i really really 
really uh you know y'all are y'all and yet are you call dummies. yourself a communist jeez oh i know that's like it's become, hilarious become this script is hilarious <laughs> great um what you're saying reminds me of and i wish i wish tim was here to to speak to the, the like at least like his indigenous perspective on it because i wonder mm. what the indigenous perspective I mean, obviously, it's not the indigenous, but kind. There are some, you know, commonalities amongst indigenous people, like in their culture. And I want to know, like, and have an indigenous perspective on surveillance as it applies to their culture. Like, what does that look like? Is there surveillance at all? Like, it's really hard oh, for I me to. Doubt. Yeah. It's really hard for me to imagine a society that isn't like always suspicious and like you know it as. It's it's hard for me to imagine any other type of society. And I don't mean that in like a way that's trying to say that it's impossible. I'm saying that because I think I'm just so extremely um, completely pilled in a really bad way that like like when I was when I was growing up, my mom was very big on surve surveying me, I guess. She like take the, took the door off my room to always keep an eye on me. We had like one phone. That was like you know it was a landline, so it could only so you could always just sit there and listen to conversations. Like it was a, there was a lot of stuff. Um, and I remember seeing this video on Twitter where it was I don't know it got it got kind of wrecked um, by like people like shitting on it, but it was this police uh, this like police um, state like uh, precinct Twitter, and they were showing how you can search your child's room and like a, a way to like I don't know if any any of you all uh, caught that like a few months ago. Yeah. But it was this cop just showing how to properly search your child's room. And he's like, first you do this and you do that. And it was so many parents were like, cool, thank you so much. And the rest of us were like, what the hell is your problem? Um, but it's so gross how like so many of us, that's the type of environments we were raised in. And we were never given any other. Uh, we could never think anything otherwise, because if we were like, hey, we don't like this, then it's well, what do you have to hide? Um, when so I was yeah. a kid, I was so naughty at school um just for no reason really i think it's probably because i've incredibly I stole a lot was all yeah 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 i did i did a i did a bunch of terrible things i flushed like a kid's game boy advance down the toilet oh, for no. no reason yeah yeah, yeah. i was a criminal. real piece of shit Absolutely criminal. i feel yeah i feel i basically i feel like it's because of adhd or whatever but i had to like don't laugh at that in the chat it's not funny that's a terrible thing to do we, we um, call it odd when you're being vindictive about it right exactly um but it's it's yeah so um my they 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 couldn't fucking control me at school which is just really embarrassing so they had to make my mom come in on breaks to like watch me basically so that's like oh. a that's like a whole other fucking thing as well it's crazy like the just... origin story <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 yeah. well i just thought it related to what bunny was on about because it is yeah, like yeah. yeah we just get like absolutely um yeah it's surveilled to fuck from the moment that we're born and you know for me yeah fair enough i did do a lot of naughty shit but that's like another failure of the state i think it's because i had undiagnosed adhd um you know i was going through like a move from like my childhood home to like another city and stuff mm -hmm. and they just didn't you know again like sort of failure to look at these things that are like affecting a kid uh in that way and they're just like no instead just like watch what he's doing all the time never take your eyes off him you know yeah i was a bit yeah, naughty in it three head yeah I mean, this is exactly what a state whose entire way of life and system requires people to be doing busy work all the time, how they will respond to this kind of thing, because they because they've necessarily given the teacher like, you know, the teacher isn't enough on their own to monitor all these kids and take care of all these kids. And so one kid is 
acting up so they need to dedicate someone else's time and man hours mm. right rather than in a, in a society where people are available to like take care of kids in a you know <laughs> in, in any kind of reasonable way if we if we i don't want to you know be before for whitos sitting around talking about indigenous issues but um to talk about that that issue of you know in indigenous societies like um graver also talks a lot about about indigenous societies so everyone can I drink am. again um um i'm i'm in, i'm in the tier and i are both in the graber cult um <laughs> but um um you know there's there's one account from uh, i think it's dutch uh, settlers in america from very early on in, in in colonization uh that graber talks about in the dawn of everything where at one point the native americans are described with the phrase no one is of more consequence than anybody else and in more detail, they say that the, the chief is a role that exists, but the chief can't make people do things unless he convinces them it's a good idea. Like nobody's going to do it unless they agree it's a good idea to do it. And, um, you know, it's like it's like that, right? Like the different differences in societies. Like if you're if you're um, in a society, uh, if you li- if you live in a society um you know what what does that mean it means that like when you are told to act ways that are apparently the the laws either literal legal judicial system laws of your society or they're the sort of social norms uh then you're going to do it because you know that fund like there's going to be someone kind of backing up that like not acting that way leads to someone eventually doing something to you basically um whereas if you live in a kind of society where no one is of more consequence than anybody else, when someone, when you got the white off the boat coming and saying, you have to pay taxes to the king or something. Uh, and you're like, I don't know what any of those words are. And I don't care. Plus L plus your white <laughs> ratio, get out of my country. Um, um, then you hopefully have enough people backing you up who are your family, your community. Um, so I guess it's an interesting thing, and I, this is this is exactly like I say, not looking to be for white people getting into indigenous discourse too much. Um, the, but this is what I mean about like uh, online leftist content creators highlighting the behavior that is acceptable while being watched and pushing it, because like because like there is behavior that is that is legal, um, but um but when you're being observed people avoid doing it um there is behavior that people feel is morally right but they won't do it and part of that has to do with being observed right and i think that we can push those um we can push things in a direction which will allow other people who are not us to engage in serious organizing and again this is why i have been bringing up mastodon because if people are in a big space altogether, even if that space is being generally surveilled by the state, but it's a space that is that has a, a an overwhelming political skew, and it's a community, and we're all in community with one another, as opposed to Twitter, where everyone's acting like cops to each other all the time. Then, mm-hmm. um, then you're existing within a bubble of left culture, which I think is you know is cool. That that would be neat, and and it would do the thing I'm talking about about pushing what's the acceptable behavior to do while you're being watched basically 
I've got a, a few things that I want to say. Uh, remember that the acceptable behavior while you're being watched might radically change based off of who is doing the watching and who is getting watched. Yeah. Um, because, you know, mm. no amount of legal observers showing up to protests to make sure that cops aren't doing violence, uh, uh, illegal violence has stopped cops from doing illegal violence. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, and speaking of legal observers, try to actually reach out to some in, in like in your local area or or the program's. Uh, or the the you know people in other areas who can help you start your own program because you don't have to be a lawyer or anything to do it. You just have to go through the training and, and know what you're doing, mm. etc. It's it's very and it, and it's very good information to, to help people know their rights to help like and all of that. And then uh, the the second one is or the to get back to the other point that I was making about the observation is like you know you know a lot of this is not just to protect yourself, but to protect the people around you. So if you think that it's okay and safe enough for you to do, you, you, you really shouldn't be making that, uh, that choice for other people. I, I really know that is true. That is true. Yeah. But that's what I mean about a space that does that pushing. Yes. Rather than individuals who are trying to do that pushing, because actually it, you're exactly right. That if I were to start going, I'm going to do this thing and this thing and this thing to show that it's okay to do those things. People who are watching me can't necessarily do those things. Uh, a really good example of this actually would be Ai Weiwei, who you know has been has been a big focus of 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 the um, authoritarian um, you know surveillance state of China. Like um, a lot of his work has been to do with government interference interference in people's lives and the state like has persecuted him a bunch of times but at the same time Zizek comments on this right like pers like upholding someone who's being persecuted shows like what they're essentially showing as an okay and acceptable way to be to be like they're still using him at the same time that he that he uh is like getting away with stuff or whatever um they're still using him to show their citizens we you know he did those things and we chucked him in jail, but like because we're telling you about those things, um, I don't actually I don't know if I actually don't know if I Weiwei has ever been to jail, but like he's, been, he's certainly been scrutinized a hell of a lot, and um, because we're telling you that those things uh, exist at all, then you're um, then 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 you're aware that you could do those things, and I think um, Zizek compares this to like boys will be boys, right? It's like it's like talking about horrible things that that men do in relation to young boys is isn't telling them don't do those things it's telling them those are things you could do mm. um you know so like a good example of this would be that realizing that you're actually not a boy but a girl and then uh, translating your gender isn't a thing that that young boys are told that they could do whether it's assigned good or bad Right, it isn't a thing that they're told that they could do, and so loads and loads of people struggle to do that entirely life-affirming and necessary mm -hmm. thing. Um, by contrast, loads and loads of, of 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 young boys are told that like men are violent and that this is a bad thing. Don't do it, but it's still being told to them. And so that's you know that's the kind of thing I'm talking about with this kind of information theory. Like what is actually being said. Uh, whether it's being said and condemned or not, um, it's still being said. Hmm. It kind of reminds me of like mass shooters, um, even if they are arrested or if they, however it's resolved, um, it, there will be probably copycats or, you know, there's a risk of copycats because the idea is out there, even if it's 
like it's already been publicized to such an extent that now like the idea is in someone's brain i know there's a lot it's a lot more to it than that but like i think there's but probably this is an like element people of it. show or name mass shooters yeah mm. because 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 it's not just about idolization right like they are still trying to like while acknowledging that something did happen the the press are trying to limit how much they talk about something it was very interesting for example to see um bernie sanders be completely ignored for several significant periods of campaign because mm-hmm. it was like it was like the press made such a big deal about trump gaining popularity and then get and then winning um and everyone was screaming at them the whole time just don't report on the guy just don't report on every tweet he makes everything he says every scandal he's involved with because you're giving him more attention and then when Bernie Sanders <laughs> was saying we should have Medicare for all, we should make these non-reformist reforms, we should change the system, uh, suddenly the, the press goes quiet. And that's a very interesting thing, right? It shows that they actually are aware of the game that they're playing and are completely capable of coordinating in that game to talk about or not talk about something when they want to, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. when it actually, you know, when, it, when mm-hmm. it's actually challenging to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, a, I have a, a probably final topic for us to, to talk about. Uh, which is the, which is, uh, I don't know, would it be fair to call this counter surveillance? So um, several people I know are involved with cop watch networks. Um, And again, this is going to be something that's super jurisdiction local stuff to talk about. But like, if we're going to talk about surveillance, one thing to talk about is, I know we kind of wanted off from OPSEC and onto surveillance and they're not quite the same topic, but they're close. Um, But um i'm interested in the notion of people uh basically seeing what cops cops are up to seeing where the state is like we um we have to consider as well our own ooda loop right and we have to consider that we should be observing <laughs> like them and seeing what they're up to um Tia, do you have thoughts on 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 cop watch stuff i don't know if it has different names uh or if you've heard of it before in the UK, it certainly is called cop watch networks. I, uh, I do not have any insights onto their operations, but like, I, th- I think that it's generally like a, a, a necessary thing. Like even, even if I believed that the police were in some way good or whatever, I would still think that, and, and, you know, external oversight body, uh, uh, which, which, you know, keeps track of and publicizes their behavior patterns would be a good thing. So ju- like, like in all cases, I think that it's necessary. Like right, exactly. Mm-hmm. If it was illegal to watch the cops and 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 report on what they're doing and where they are and so on, uh, you're necessarily like you know, uh, re- um, admitting that you are <laughs> that you as the state are completely unaccountable to the people. Um, yes. Yeah, and so and so this is why I say check your local jurisdiction. But I it is an, it is a really interesting thing to consider um, that again what should be hopefully is for everybody a completely legal activity right to to monitor the police and 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 see where they are and where they're at and what's going on with them um um record their behavior when they're physically near you yeah absolutely um don't we also have don't we also have ability to like listen to their radio or whatever like i know that there's i know that's like at least in Seattle, I think I got an app and it was just like very easy to like listen to what the cops say. I'm not really uh-huh. sure how comprehensive that is. Like, is it all the conversation used... or is it like official? Like, I don't know. 
I have no idea. Well, 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 so this would be a good example of their opsec, wouldn't it? Right. Mm. You're, if you're listening to to the to the to the completely accessible uh, wavelength on which cops broadcast their their coordination stuff, right? You're hearing them firstly speak in code, right? Most cops use 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 um, That's signals. That's a three nine niner. Something right, like which you have then have to learn in order to understand. So we already right. covered that. Then there's then there's what information is going out um and when and that's something that will be considered and coordinated by by the department right mm. and it's i mean to some degree maybe you could learn <laughs> maybe, maybe you could learn something from that i don't i don't again i'm not um i don't have nearly as much experience as tia does so like you know i don't want to don't want to talk out of my ass but like you know it still is an example of, of, of opsec because they know that anyone could be listening in you know we, we, we there are a bajillion movies where like you know the the evil serial killer terrorist or whatever is is in the middle of doing his 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 master crime to snare the batman or whatever and has the the cop radio playing while he's doing it and it's like so well the cops are aware that people could could be doing that if they were if they were mm-hmm. doing a crime mm-hmm. and so don't say on the radio we're on the way to the warehouse to catch the Riddler right now. <laughs> um, thank you, Bake Out, for the two-month resub. I really appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. And Pinklin, thanks for giving us up to five I five. I appreciate or five eyes. Thank you, Pinklin. Oh, it's the five eyes. Oh, five shit. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, somebody, uh, let's see here. Goblin Hugger says, "I did that shit all the time when I lived in Orlando. It was real fun doing ice spotting and outing their locations before they could enter places." Based. Huh. That's wild. Mm. Yeah, like it's it's not illegal to talk about like in in I don't think in the United States it's legal. It's, I I do not think that in the United States it is illegal. So I think it is legal to just tell people the location and numbers of the police when you have spotted them. You know. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean the police wear numbers and drive cars with license plates because we're supposed to be able to hold them to account for their actions, right? Yeah. Um. Obviously, loads of cops plate. tape up their numbers and cover their numbers when they're being filmed and all this kind of stuff. But like, hypothetically, it should be the completely squeaky squeaky clean legal thing to do to get together with some pals and be like this cop officer number one one oh four twenty sixty nine uh was here doing this thing today you know that's hmm. like because because they should be accountable to us uh otherwise otherwise you're in a <laughs> a tyrannical uh, police state um, and you know those are, you know, it could it could yeah. be either one who knows which yeah well who knows it could be it's a mystery um yeah it's a no knock raids and stop and such um yeah i mean it would be really bad to live in a tyrannical police state yeah that would suck uh anyway <laughs> um any any anybody else any comments on stuff i'm looking into the chat to see if they have any questions okay i'll have a scroll through I've done so much learning today. Thank you so much, Tia. Yeah, I have um, nothing to offer. I just have yeah. dumb questions. I feel oh, useless I on most Red Planet episodes, but like Aww. this one especially, I you feel like, oh my god, I have Stop no that. idea. When I, when I was pre- preparing for the organizing interview that we did, and then for this again, and making sure that I was like all up to date, I'm just like, oh, this is all mundane, boring things that anyone could th- figure out, right? That everybody knows. Like, what? Like, why am I even? Like, I guess I could just be the mouthpiece for this episode, just then, like. <laughs> and then now, I feel like, like in both cases, I've been, I've, I've been like nodding along with the stuff you're know you're saying, and I can tell that that's exactly what you're thinking is that this is just like this is just standard stuff. 
and I'm like, and I'm like, I know a lot of the stuff you're already saying, but I know that everybody else is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is very, very great. dense. Uh, Mule, mm. you you take notes when we're doing episodes, right? I've taken a bunch of notes. Is that is what? Well, I mean, while I'm scrolling around looking for questions, what? Is there stuff you're um, particularly struck by? You want to chat over again? No, I think it's all really, really like it's it. Okay, so obviously I'm I'm being a bit self-deprecating. Like I, I've heard of like some of this stuff, um, but in terms of like what like a, a, applying it to situations is where I've struggled before, and like what situations you would apply it to. Um, but of course, like, you know, just asking a few questions to Tia then, like, like you said to like, you know, earlier when I was asking um, about like, you know, wh- when is it right to do OPSEC? When is it right to do InfoSec? Like, of course, if it's like a protest that's legal, then like, you don't need to worry about it. But then, you know, it's easily... Uh, yeah, you know, um, communicated that, of course, like, you know, if it's if it's someone that is absolutely vital to a movement for whatever reason, you know, whether it's their skill or whether it's that they're like a, a public figure or whatever. Yeah, you know, you want to protect them kind of thing. Um, so, you know, don't and, and, you know, the example that you gave about the renters union and stuff like that makes sense. Um, and yeah, just like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's I think it's something that we could like, you know, definitely like what I'm what I'm learning about here is is i'm gonna start to to you know put this stuff into sort of like you know my life in general because I, someone said it in the chat earlier even if you're not planning on doing anything illegal or something that the state might not want you to monitor them for just doing op second infosec anyway is going to make their life harder in finding that stuff out anyway right you know what i mean so if of course like you know you might support things that you know, while we don't condone them here on Red Planet, if you're going to support those things, it makes sense to just do that, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you can see why more and more people would just end up doing that as a result of, like, you know, what the what the state are doing yeah. uh, and how they're treating us. Yeah. Um, Chicago ZZ42 in chat said earlier about using map points to practice good OPSEC and then they've explained what they meant by that so I'm going to just read out that message map points works like this you have a meeting location you want to mask so you wait until the day of the meeting and publicly release an address to a second location people will go there and get directions to the place you can add more map points to make things harder to find at each point Uh, The person there can also kind of feel the vibe of the people who come to ask for directions and can give fake locations to go to if they don't feel right, which is, that's an interesting tactic. One of the protests I went to did that, uh, where where you came to the first place and everybody kind of stood around being like, "Well, who's in charge? What are we waiting for, et cetera? And then somebody's like, hey, actually, we're meeting over there and we have to walk over there now, so. Nice. Mm. Um, Yeah. Nice. Um, Yeah, any questions from chat before we wrap up? Also, uh, Tia, think of a homework to set the chat very quickly. <laughs> we have a, uh, while we you, have while you were gone, I started a, I started an anti-homework insurrection. So, oh, I heard uh, it. I heard it. Um, yeah, it's not allowed. We, we're we're going to force you to comply with our with our authoritarian homework regime. Now, <laughs> uh, um, you thought you could be an anti-homework rebel. Your and homework is to become you... ungovernable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good. That's actually really good. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, but is, is there a well, a genuine, um, genuine, real good question? Because actually, uh, 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 the chat do they do actually love getting homework? They're, okay. they're 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 mad at us if we don't have stuff to give them. Uh, is there like simple, small stuff that people could start doing to practice being a bit safer in how they communicate about stuff? 
Um, maybe not the the specifically communicating thing, but in their um, in their accounts and whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Google, um, like, just choose a random account. Google the the or search whatever internet search you want. And this is just open source, not no surveillance, no you know special magical uh, fucking cinematic enhance fucking tool shit, right? Uh, just regular old fashioned Google. Choose one of your accounts with a username. Google that username and see if you can find it from open source just from Google. Then from like open it up into that accounts, whatever you find into an incognito window. So you see what somebody who isn't logged in sees and find out all of the information that that account will give you. And then just, and just keep going and seeing how far any of your accounts will chain. That's your homework. Understand how, uh, how that's very good. Analysis can punch it. That is good. That's very, very good. Let's reiterate that in a minute because I think chat will need that in, in really uh, good and straightforward terms. But um, um, this has actually reminded me of, of, of another thing we can discuss before we wrap up. Uh, I actually mentioned this in the organizing interview as well. If people don't know, uh, Tia was on organizing interviews where we talk about the very same stuff, but in only an hour. Um, so not as much stuff, but yeah, like hit the important points in an hour. Um, and we talked about one thing. One of the things that I mentioned is that Tia has done this exact thing for me before. Uh, checking out how much of my personal information can be found. Um, and you kept on referencing open source just now because the thing that uh, I'm bringing it up because the thing that I want to discuss before we wrap up is OSINT. Because um, I feel like we should just touch on that at some <laughs> a little bit, uh, right? Uh, oh, uh, exploiting open source intelligence is what made Robert, uh, what's, I'm almost there. Fill it in for me. Evans, Robert, Robert Evans. Robert Evans. Yeah. <laughs> what what actually put him on the map in the first place? Like his uh-huh. his like his whole his whole like area of expertise is like being a journalist and going through and and learning to do intelligence analysis analysis on just things that are available on the internet. Just because the internet's a, a place where basically everything's just already available. You know, when you oh, make a tweet, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. hide the tweet. When you when you write on Facebook, it's very difficult to like actually hide that from somebody. Actually, yeah, like, Garrison from uh, who works with Robert Evans on it could happen here um uh, found uh rittenhouse uh, when when written when rittenhouse killed those people uh garrison found like id'd him um because using osint so uh to to back up and let everybody else in on the conversation we're having osint is open source intelligence and so when we're talking about open source right uh, as opposed to uh sources that uh, are not open to everybody right uh so 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 sources of information that are open to everybody like um well like when i'm saying that your mind might go to something like wikipedia which is both open source in the fact that it can be edited by everybody and open source in the fact that it's available to everybody but it's not that kind of information right it's not it's not like encyclopedic kind of biographies of stuff social media is the kind of thing we're talking about here right is when you post online it is everywhere um it is available to everyone and um even if you've deleted them in many cases it it, you know it it can be archived um and so like this osint open source intelligence is like a huge thing that anti-fascist researchers in the modern age are, are are into like and 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 part of it is like people go through the social medias of people who are engaging in horrible fascist stuff and just archive all of it obsessively just like putting everything down because you actually don't know what will be useful later um 
and uh and then there's the 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 other part of it the analysis where people are going through and looking and trying to figure out who people are when something horrible happens actually i think mm-hmm. it's one of the most recent episodes of it could happen here they did another one on osint so if people want to go and listen and hear in a lot more detail what i'm talking about check out the episode um zip tie guy a case study for osent uh where they talk through the 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 guy with the zip ties from january 6th um the Mm. the guy with all the zip ties who was very clearly planning to murder some people uh how how he was identified Uh, it's a pretty interesting window into osent if you're interested in it um and i think we'll probably talk about osent a bunch more when M comes on to talk to us about cult research. But um, this practice you're describing for the homework, chat, I promise I'm explaining this for a reason, because this is stuff I want to ask you to be doing. Um, <laughs> the practice that you're describing for the homework is basically doing OSINT to yourself uh, yes. and seeing what would be available to someone who doesn't have any kind of you know, state surveillance powers, someone who is just a, a stalker or a fascist or whatever, um, who's just looking around what details that they could find out about you mm-hmm. um yeah 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 that's all good um, stuff. and it's about and obviously it's also about what you choose to have public so you know for for instance again i am a content creator i'm not involved in in in, in any organizing to like go and break the law or whatever and so you know if if i were that would be really stupid of me because my face and my full name are just everywhere and so it'd be really really quick for anybody to be able to id me uh um, if 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 i did something like that um whereas um other people if you've chosen to you know other people who've chosen to keep that information private because you know you, you you have that uh standard of privacy for yourself that i don't have because you your brain is good um you you should check out and make sure that people can't just find your find your face and name if you don't want your face and name out on the internet mm-hmm. um basically can i say yeah. something too and i hope this is let me know if i'm not correct but um please don't go to public figures and then do this and then go de- message them here's all the information i was able to get on you just so you know this is available people oh yeah done that's creepy shit People That's do this to content shit. creators. It's very yeah, creepy. Yeah. And thank you for your yeah. help. But honestly, please yes, don't do yeah. that. I should clarify. When I said Tia did this to me, I asked her to, to yes. make sure I couldn't be doxxed easily. Not, I, <laughs> she didn't just message me and be like, so this is your dad's driving license or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, but, but yeah, the practice of doing this to yourself uh and yeah if you do, do it for a friend or whatever uh is pretty useful because you, you are you are making your your communication more safe that way so well um, it's like when yeah. um banks get hackers to try and hack their systems right yeah, yeah pretty much similar similar thing yeah yeah but on a much more kind of you know amateur and 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 like well you know amateur is a kind of considered a bit of a derogatory way but like you know uh uh accessible to everyone i sort of layman's yeah. level um How you so os when you say o-s-i-n-t because it's open source intelligence got it and it's pronounced osint i say osint but i don't know okay i say osint too osint osint not to be confused with asint acoustic intelligence which is so the homework stuff Okay. Okay. What? No, hang on. This is purely a derail. But what is acoustic intelligence? It's persona. Sonar, uh, like, 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 like the 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 base of intelligence for how we interpret sonar. 
Yes, Sophie. Sonar. Oh, obviously. Earlier, you just a correction. Earlier, you were talking about how um, uh, uh, you know cops have have their frequencies that you can kind of tap into and listen to, and it's not illegal mm-hmm. to do that. But uh, uh, you called that an opsec issue, but it's technically a commsec issue, a communication security issue. <laughs> you know, uh, just I'm getting so you know, owned at the end of this episode. Honestly, yeah, thank right? you for yeah. clarifying. I didn't want to say anything, but. <laughs> yeah i knew i knew that too yeah i'm yeah, yeah. um so <laughs> so um so does chat understand now what we're asking you to do because now it, okay hang on a second chat ones if you understand what the general gist is of what you're about to be asked to do and zero if you still aren't really getting it because if you are all getting it then i'm gonna get to you to give you some specific instructions for your homework Bunch of ones, uh, bunch of ones, uh, bunch of ones. The simple takeaway is just find out how many of your accounts can get connected to other accounts. And yeah. and then do what you want with that information. <laughs> yeah. Google yourself. Yeah. 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 Chatters have a okay. lot of experience. It looks like everybody with, gets it. With, you know, mm. Googling themselves. <laughs> everybody seems very excited to Google themselves. Yes. <laughs> okay. It looks like everybody quarantine. gets it. So let's check up Times on... Let's check up on last week's homework, which I don't expect many people did because it was going outside, touching grass, big, scary, oh, no anxiety homework. <laughs> um, don't worry, chat. That's OK. Uh, but then but and then we'll uh, then Tia, hopefully you can give some 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 handy instructions. That'll be the that'll be the everybody's got to take notes moment. Um, so chat last week, because we were talking about squatting and community and locality and neighbors and stuff, uh, we said that you should go meet your neighbors. Did you? <laughs> Let's do something Did you different. Chat? Let's do smiley faces this time. Uh huh. You know, those are like creepy dead eye smiley faces that are the default. Smiley face in the chat if you went out and you talked to a neighbor, you met a neighbor. Uh-huh. And if you want, sad faces if you didn't. Now, you don't have to do a sad face, but some of you like to participate. So sad face if you didn't. Happy. F- okay. Hey, Pixel cooker. Now you're just, now you're just bragging. We've got just- a few. Yeah, I'm actually really, really impressed, chat. I like I say, it's a, it's a big, scary, go outside, touch grass, anxiety. Oh no, homework. Where uh, my neighbors are snobby libs. That can happen, and like we said before, yeah. if you meet a crappy neighbor, please don't let that be a, a, like a reason why you never meet your neighbors in the future. Crappy people exist. Don't, don't. Yeah. Okay, just you know, it's a thing. Wow, They're somebody be did there it. even if you don't know. <laughs> I'm genuinely impressed. I, I, I am completely sincerely too. mean it. Chat, I did not expect this good of a response. Yeah. Good job, oh, everybody. Wow, okay. Loads of people did it. Um that's cool. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do the homework this week. I mean to be fair, I already know my neighbors, but I wanna go I wanna go meet like way more of the neighbors around. I will um, say that I um made a huge mistake in me I know most of my neighbors already. So uh-huh. I didn't need to do this homework, but I made a huge mistake. Um, I was coming back from the gym. I went to the gym one day and I saw that there were some people in my building that I didn't recognize and they were moving stuff into the building. And I thought, oh, well, they're movers in us and they're not wearing masks. So I was very mad at that, mm. that they came into my place mm-hmm. and they weren't wearing masks. So I had my sort of like, don't fucking look at me. Otherwise, I'll tear your face off face on um and that was bad that was bad of me because it turns out they're my new neighbors no um, and so yeah i made a huge mistake 
Mule has delayed socialism for decades by, by being mad. It. I'm sorry, <laughs> gang. I'm sorry, gang. <laughs> It'll never Fucked happen it now. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, chat, get ready to take some notes. Tira's going to give you really good instructions on how to OSINT yourself. Um, so, um, choose whichever of your accounts is the one that you feel most associated with your radical activity. So whether that's going to be your Discord, your Twitter, your uh, your something else, go into Google and that service and look yourself up on both of those uh, services. Uh, then, since you will undoubtedly find yourself on the page associated with that identity, um, you know, put down every bit of information that is um, that is on that page that could hypothetically be on another page. Your birthday, that can be on two different pages. Your location, that can be in two places. The picture, the um, the the name, the you know, if they have a human name associated with it, the kind of things that they talk about in the, in any bio line. Uh, that they've made, um, and then if you need to, you can go start go back into their post into that you know that selector's posting history, and uh, but by this point you can start searching for other terms. You can see if you know sections of your name without year identifiers or like with different spacing sections will come up with identities on other platforms, and see how many times you can hop out from that initial place two other identities that you have accurately and successfully and and the amount of things that you've left behind for a, a stalker for uh somebody who wants to to make your life bad f for them to find and yeah. yeah cool yeah phenomenal nice that's good homework and that's one that you can all do at home at your little computer with blankie with hot drink yeah, we've 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 successfully counted last week's big scary homework with mm -hmm. a nice indoor in the dark homework. Scary homework. Yeah, that's right. You can be <laughs> yeah, scary in a different yeah. way, but in the way that chat loves. Um, <laughs> um, cool. I guess. Um, actually, I did see one more thing, so I just want to scroll up to it. Shit. Um, it was somebody said. Oh no! It's disappeared. Oh, this is terrible. I shouldn't have let it go. Everyone repeat um, your old chat messages now. Do you remember who it was? I found it. I found it. Oh, I found okay. it. It was Peanut Butter Princess. <laughs> and Peanut Butter Princess said, a tiny question about the air buffer. Probably don't want to use the same profile pictures on accounts, but I think that you kind of said that when you were describing yeah. the steps just now anyway. So she did. Yeah, that, yeah. That'll be something that like cleanly ties to accounts that might not have this, the same name or any other identifiers. It's just like, well, they're using the same profile pic and it's not a common profile pic. Like mine is currently like a you you know a, a commission so like not a lot of yeah. people using it yeah and also um unless like someone comes in yourself, uh, for example. mints your commissioned uh, profile picture on the blockchain. that's true <laughs> <laughs> um um but um what was i gonna say um but the and, and the air gap doesn't have to be doesn't have to be like i log in on this computer for my Sophie from Mars stuff, and I log in over there for my dark secret fetish account stuff. Um, but like in terms of what you're describing here, where like what's accessible information for say a stalker. But if it were that you're doing stuff um, 
that yeah. you want to completely dissociate from your like legal identity or whatever and because it's like radical activism stuff then it yeah. would be better to do that kind of like physical separation yeah. If you're worried that the stalker in question is going to do hacking and do intrusions and try to put an implant on your machine, then mm-hmm. maybe two separate machines could be advantageous to you. But if, um, uh, but for almost everybody, for almost everything, you don't really have to worry about that. And and as we said, you know, most of the stuff that we're trying to hide is safety stuff, not any sort of ideological thing. And so. Yeah you know the the amount of danger that you're preventing versus the amount of time you're saving right that's that's always going to be the 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 equation that you're dealing with yeah and you can never get rid of danger you can only reduce it yeah cool well i feel like this was a good one good discussion yeah 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 done so much learning thanks for coming on tier yeah okay let's chat you let's make sure we shout you out because i want to make sure you definitely get promoted and also chat um i know a lot of you have been saying throughout oh i'm gonna definitely rewatch this one because it's pretty information dense the episode will be posted on my youtube you can always find it on my vods section in my twitch but uh it's on my youtube so exclamation point yt and my editor will also put up um a few like clips from this so you know if you're looking for a specific thing that'll be out there for you yeah uh, and I uh, need to shout this out. Um, we are working. I, I might have already told this story, but we're working on it being a podcast. Mm, um, yeah. I I use Anchor to to upload podcasts. I've been doing it for my TTRPG, light, fun, queer, dice rolling, role playing podcast, Rolling with Rainbows. Check it out if you're interested in those kinds of things. Uh, not radical at all. Just us chatting and rolling some dice and hanging out um i used anchor to oh i see um i used anchor to try and upload the red planet podcast and it has not gone through uh we're investigating hopefully it'll be available as a podcast soon we will see i'm gonna i'm gonna try uploading everything again and never say never say communist or leftist or any of these words in any of the description and see what happens, and wouldn't that be interesting if it changes things? So mm. we'll see, chat. We'll see. <laughs> That's right. Uh, right. But yeah, Tyr, uh, tell us where we can find you, and uh, uh, how we can support you. You can find me on uh, uh, YouTube at Pamphleteer, the channel. Uh, pamphleteer, like the word pamphlet with an E, an E, and an R at the end. Or on uh, Twitter, at pamphlet underscore T-Y-R, the tier you see in this chat right here. Uh, and uh, and you see, it's a it's a great pun, a play on words, where tear sounds the same way in both versions. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, I do great uh, video essays on my uh, YouTube channel that I'm very proud of, and that take me a million years to put together. Um, best video essays so, in the game. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, you, you did the best video essays in the game. I do. The, no, it's you. It's zero's you best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. The, uh, yeah. Of course. The uh, you're the Sig- Sigma video essays. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why I have so few uh, subs. <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, I am. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, I just uh, my most recent one that I'm very proud of let put out last month is on um, uh, how the discourse around religion just is and and all of that. And oh. y'all should check it out. Is that the one, the birth of Christianity? Let's talk yes. about trad cats. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm looking at it. Wow, that sounds good. good. 
every time I watch a tear video, my brain expands and gets thicker and juicier. Your um, brain expands. Yes, okay. my brain. Yes, it's it's a test yeah. of my 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 meaty brain. Um, <laughs> I uh spent a really long time going around all over the internet telling everybody to watch um to watch Tia's uh, uh information dominance series. They they were fucking incredible. Um, and oh, and actually, uh, you and your wife did a a, a cute little thing that was inspired by something, a little thing that I did. That's something yes. people could go check out. Um, I did my non-binary coming out video, which was very Martian poem. It's like the Watchmen, right, with the different moments in time. And um, Tyr and Graham did that as well. And it, it, it was better than my one, and I'm very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Sweet. Well, yeah. Mule, where can, we, where can we find you, though? Uh, oh, uh, oh, God. Right now. Let's just oh, do it. Let's just do it right now. Let's do it with the sign-ups right now. Okay, well, yeah, I, mm-hmm. as I said previously, I'm no longer a political streamer. I'm a speedrunner now, so that's <laughs> that's the content you can expect from me if you come to find me on www.twitch.tv forward slash DJ Mule. It's spelled exactly as it is underneath my head right here, uh, DJ M-U-E-L, and you can find me on Twitter, at DJMUEL underscore. Uh, and I'm also on YouTube. Uh, and you can just find me there with DJMU3L. So there you go. Uh, what about Sophie? Where where can you find Sophie from Mars? Where can you find Sophie from Mars? Sophie from Mars. Sophie That's from it. Mars. Just look yeah. it up. <laughs> I did Google good it. SEO use this the hacker time. Skills. I did. Use that, this use is the why hacker I rebranded. skills you learned today, chat. <laughs> And find Sophie oh, from one. Mars, you'll be able to find her Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh-huh, Patreon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Patreon's the important one, though. So Patreon is the most first. important one. Yeah. Give Sophie you your money. Give me money. Yeah. yeah. Giving Sophie money is based, and not giving Sophie money, that's cringe. Quite cringe. Very cringe. All right, everybody, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. All Absolutely right. nailed it. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs>